Do you like Imagine Dragons? Well, imagine dragging yourself over to patreon.com slash bmfcast where you can get bonus podcasts from us, your friends at the Bad Movie Fiends. Check it out. Patreon.com slash bmfcast. You got the touch. You got the All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. Episode 450. Wow. Holy hell, that's a lot of episodes. Numbers and stuff. Yeah. Blaze it. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And there's no BJ. Just yet. Yet. He'll be here for the second half. Yes. Stay tuned. This is a little bit of a different episode. Yeah, we're doing something different, but let me tell you what we do. Each and every episode of this here BAMFCAST is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie, Mm. sometimes brand new ones, and uh, we come in here and talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They go one to five jocks. and robot jocks. Robot Robot jocks. jocks. There's robots in this movie. There are. (laughs) However, there are bad bad movies, and stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags. This and giant bags of trash. Garbage. Get out. So, we're doing something a little bit different. Yep. Um... Yeah, we, we are covering a brand new movie, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of a tie-in because uh, Chuck and I, through Bamcast Extra, <laughs> yeah. have been covering the filmography of Michael Bay and have covered all of the Transformers movies. Yeah. So what should hit the main feed just in time mm-hmm. for one Bumblebee to come out? I'm glad I could join you for the good one. Yeah. Yeah. There's one <laughs> other. He, there's one other decent suffered. one. Yes. Transformers Three is okay. Only because two sucked so hard. <laughs> no, three's all right. It I'm, is all right, yeah. but it's better because two yes. is so yeah, bad. It does help. It does help. It's, got, yes. it's got the Wonder Woman scenario of like, wow, <laughs> yeah. those other DC things were terrible. So this is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But we're talking Bumblebee. We are going to talk Bumblebee. Bumblebee. 2018's I mean, Bumblebee. First off, there's going to be spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, we're going to say skip ahead to one hour, eight minutes. And you can just skip right ahead because in the second half, we're going to cover Golden Jocks. Yes. Yes. You want um, to tune in for that. And, and, and we might give you a couple of non spoilery things like we do when we used to do spoil casts back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk just generalization. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, let me make another caveat because we're doing all this at the beginning. We didn't know whether or not this was a good movie. If you like Bumblebee, that's fine. Yeah. We're not necessarily calling it a bad movie. It is just... It is tying it is, in. It is part of what we've done. It's like the Bavcast cinematic universe. Movie about big robots. <laughs> right. Come on. Yeah. That's our wheelhouse. So, it is kind of our... And John Cena. I'm just, I'm yeah. just saying, yeah. like, don't jump in like, kind of Bumblebee was good and you're a bad movie. Yeah, just... Shut but, up and listen. You're going to be fine <laughs> hey, here. <laughs> guess what? If you say Bumblebee was good, I will agree with you yeah. wholeheartedly. Yeah, well, I will shake your hand. Same here. But, <laughs> so spoilers to our ratings later. But, uh-huh. yeah. but yes. All right. Um, that's... I guess we can go ahead and cover... Non-spoilery stuff first. Well, how about a plot summary? Okay, why not? Oh, boy. <laughs> As for, we usually, thank you, Chuck. Yeah, we've been it's, throwing everything off this uh, episode. All right, here Welcome we go. Welcome to 450. Yeah. On the run, in the year of 1987, Bumblebee finds refuge in a junkyard in a small California beach town. Charlie, on the cusp of turning 18, is trying to find her place in the world, discovers Bumblebee, battle-scarred and broken. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's all accurate. Yeah. That's so, Bumblebee. Yeah. So, this is a period piece. It's... Uh, prequel to the the Bay Bayverse Transformers. They want you to know this is oh, yeah. a 1980s movie. Absolutely. Yep. It, it gets a little heavy handed with that, especially it if does. you live through the 80s. But it's not fine. as However, annoying as 
a movie like this could be. Sure. Like, aside from the soundtrack, they're not pummeling you with 80s there's, products and there things. There are a couple ALF mentions that yes. are, like, hammered hard. <laughs> there's there's one really good joke that I, I think I'm going to save this for the spoiler section because it's yeah. that good mm-hmm. of a visual gag. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, but, I mean, it, this... But, this is in the Bayverse, but also like, hey, let us actually set this up and do some Transformer shit that you actually wanted to see all yeah. along. And this is an 80s movie. Mm-hmm. This is like Travis Knight clearly loves 80s Spielberg in general, you know, like right. like all the stuff that we talk about, you know, when we talk about Super 8 kind of mm-hmm. homages, the, everything from the 80s. This is part and parcel. The entire thing is an 80s movie yeah without being spoiler it's it's basically et it's like person finds thing Mm -hmm. that shouldn't be here Mm -hmm. and has to hide it from evil government Mm -hmm. and hijinks ensue along the way i mean down to they trust the bad guys over the good guys you know the misunderstood just everything that you would think about in like a fun kids 80s movie is in here yeah it's a it's a teen kids adventure thing Mm-hmm. It's yep. just that there's not like a group of kids having an adventure. It's just mainly one right. with a sidekick. Yeah. And and parent missing, you know, all all yep. of it. It's all there. Yep. All in, of it. In a good way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts before we dive into spoiler territory? Okay. So the way this movie starts with Cybertron stuff, mm-hmm. it immediately lets you know it's what you want. Like, it's what you wanted when the first Transformers movie came out, and it's what you've wanted ever since. And they proved that they could do it and have it be interesting. Because, like, when when they're setting up the backstory of the war on Cybertron and everything like that, it is the G1 Transformer designs. Like, oh, yeah. immediately you're like, oh, there's Ratchet. There's, you know. Yeah, there's Wheeljack. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I there's mean, RC. Yeah, all of them are. They, you know, they run into Cliffjumper at one point. It's just like, I, as soon as like I saw it, I was like, that's Cliffjumper. I know this. <laughs> Whereas in the Michael Bay ones, you're just like, the fuck is that? You know, mm-hmm. Soundwave shows up. Shockwave shows up. And they both look right. They're not fucking yeah. tentacle porn. You know, it's, yep. it's they're not they tribal, not tattoos. tribal <laughs> tattoos. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like this movie, it's a nostalgia piece, but also not. It's not knocking you over the head with it. It's just like, hey, this this is what these things look like. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, my God. Yes, well, it is. And they're <laughs> color coded correctly. Yep. You know, I mean, that that was such a big problem with the Bay ones mm-hmm. was it just became a jumble of metal. Yeah. And you couldn't tell who was who or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they, they, they everyone was silver. Basically. And they didn't differentiate from the backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And this one very clearly color codes every character that you experience in the movie. And of course, it helps that they limit it to just a few. Yeah. Other than those Cybertron scenes where they're just like, all right. Yeah. Fucking here, here's Let's here's go. your Transformer <laughs> porn here. Like, this yeah. is everything you fucking wanted to see. And, it you know, it, it it I don't I guess I'm coming at it from a different angle than you guys in that, you know. Obviously, I love this stuff in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, I have thousands of dollars worth of Transformer <laughs> toys in my attic now because I got married and I don't get to have that stuff out anymore. Yeah. But, like, I don't remember the Bay movies at all. I've seen the first three once. Mm-hmm. And the only things I remember is Shia going to Transformer Heaven and um, that painful, like, hour and 20 minute scene of him sneaking around the outside of the house. Those are the two things I remember from, and then otherwise, like, Chicago gets wrecked or something in the third one for like an hour and a half Uh straight. Yeah. Those are what I remember from those movies. So I couldn't tell you like, okay, this is leading in like how any of it tied in with the first one, like, like how they even start with Bumblebee, like 
I, I get, I remember he couldn't speak, which always bothered me. Mm-hmm. And I will say like, if I have a complaint is it's, it's handled well here, but it still bothers me. Mm-hmm. It's that, that they took prequel they, disease of like, yeah. we have to set this up here. It yeah. is very specifically. Yep. Are, are we in this? I feel like we're already dipping well into spell spoiled here. Uh, we're just okay. kind of generally. No. Okay. Tone. But I mean, this is like, all right, we'll say this, see this movie, especially yes. if you are a fan of transformers, not the movies, but like the actual, like the stuff from the eighties and just the fact that, okay, you have these awesome, like, that's why I've loved them always. It's like, all right, here's cars that turn into robots. Mm-hmm. How fucking cool is that? Yep. And somehow all of Bay's movies made that not fun. And this gets back to making it fun again. Yes. I, I will say my spoiler opinion, which is that this is the best Transformers piece of media that exists. Oh, I won't go that far, but yeah, I mean, it's good. It's definitely the best live action Transformers media yes, that exists. Absolutely. Um, having tried to rewatch some of the animated series recently. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. Comics are awesome. Yeah. I, yes. I will tell you that. The yes. Transformers comics, I, I did not mean to lump Especially those in. towards the end yeah. are fucking awesome. Yeah. And I like, I like the movie. The movie, I feel, dumps most of the bullshit. The animated movie oh, okay. from the, the cartoon. Like, it was yeah. like, shit's dark. They can die. Let's mm-hmm. go. I mean, it gets it gets nutty from time to time, sure, but but, <laughs> but still, this is this is a great movie. Yes, it's fun. It's just it's a fun. You know, I mean, it's PG thirteen, but I don't know why. Yeah, this is, seems like the most PG of all the things that have ever existed. I mean, if if it's just car violence, um, there's some human violence. Yeah, yes, they people people get killed men in black style basically that's true yes a couple of people explode into goo <laughs> yeah so yeah. there is that yes but i mean that's so like but they explode into clear goo like yeah. vaseline like yeah. people yeah. are just filled yeah, with it's not like jelly. Jibbed, you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah i yeah okay well, but let's anyway just, let's so just yeah, dip yeah. Spoiler. if if you don't care jump jump ahead or or if you're gonna see it soon jump yeah. ahead yeah right um so yeah again whatever the minute mark will be mm-hmm mm-hmm to skip ahead yeah all right so as we said it opens on the war of cybertron yep it's all the cool shit you've wanted to see it sets you up perfectly for i mean it just so many movies can take you in and out of like a mood this dropped me in was like i was like yes do this i'm mm-hmm. all of this i'm in i'm yeah. a, i am i'm 100 on board immediately yep so Two I mean, minutes in, I was like, mm-hmm, yep, "Yep, this is what I wanted." Yeah, I mean, real, real Optimus Prime, real Soundwave shooting out cassettes mm-hmm. and all well, that. And the action is good too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like the whole scene is very long, and yeah. you can tell what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> and you can tell like Optimus is grabbing people by the head and smashing them into the ground. Optimus just... still a murder machine in the movie universe. <laughs> Holy God! <laughs> yeah. He is still ripping out robot spines. But yeah. I mean, the war for Cybertron is not going well for the Autobots. No. And, and this is like the get to the escape pods, find mm-hmm. a, a safe place for us to go. Hey, Bumblebee or B127, as he's known. Uh, mm-hmm. He doesn't have Bumblebee the name yet. Yeah. Hey, you go to Earth. Um, and, and, and right away, they're like, yeah, Bumblebee's little scaled to everybody else, but he's a fucking ninja. Mm-hmm. You know, he is badass and just destroying shit, yeah. and, which is cool. Um, yep. He, and he has his, I mean, he has his voice also oh, at the yeah, beginning, yeah. which is, I don't know, like right away, I was kind of like, oh, this is, this is kind of a, the most generic ass voice they could give the Bumblebee is just like, dude, I like, I don't know who's voicing him, but it's just, it's just guy voice. That's, 
Yeah. It is Dylan O'Brien. Ah, oh, Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> I don't know who he is, but that's who he is. Phil Diddy. <laughs> oh, he's from the Teen Wolf. Ah, the Wolf. Oh, he's the main guy from those Maze Runner movies, too. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. He's, he's a big deal. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> those are better movies than they deserve to be. Uh, anyway, so I, I mean, it'll be skipping ahead. I thought that they were going to do the, all right, he's going to have a voice in this movie, and then at the end, something happens. Something happens. Yeah. No, they they take care of that right away. Yeah. So he crash lands on Earth. Crash uh, lands on John Cena. Basically, yeah, they're out. They're out doing paintball <laughs> yes. and yeah. shit. Yeah, military paintball procedures. Yeah. And, apparently, and to talk about the tie-in stuff, they are part of Sector Seven, which mm-hmm. is the John Turturro organization from yep. the Bayverse. Mm-hmm. In fact, skipping a little bit more ahead, I believe young John Turturro yep. is supposed to be represented in this movie. Yes, the nerdy guy that goes running in. Yeah, to, mm-hmm. to tell him about something, he's like, "Get out of here, Simmons," or something like that. The it's guys, like, the guys actually credited as young Agent Simmons. Okay, well there you go. So, <laughs> so yeah. that's I, I just heard the name and I was like, "That's John Turturro, yep. isn't it?" And it, yeah, yep. So, but yeah, John Cena's just he's having fun. He's just paintballing, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, Bumblebee lands on his men. Well, like at meteor style, it's just like <laughs> yeah. flaming ball, and they all dive out of the way. And, yeah, and, and they're all like, what "The hell is this thing?" And Oh no, he's like in attack mode. I mean, he's like Cena's like for like half a second. He's like he's got a sense of wonder, but yeah. then immediately, and this is John Cena's mode throughout the rest of the film is just like murder this fucking thing mm-hmm. now. Call in everyone. This thing hurt my boys. Yeah, so it's got to go. Yeah, yeah. So which, which leads to an extended chase sequence of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they bring out like not like real military gear, not the paintball <laughs> shit they were doing, and yeah, yeah and you kind of wonder why the military has harpoon guns. <laughs> Yeah, on, uh, equipped on all their vehicles immediately. Yeah, but they are Sector Seven, yeah, you so never know. you know. Yeah, but yes, they they chase Bumblebee and kind of like you know, he's trying to get to a a cave entrance and yeah, gets rammed, blindsided. Yeah, and so they're dealing with him, and then a jet flies over, and John Cena's like, "Well, why is there? Why who called the Air Force? Yeah. It's not the Air Force." And Bumblebee tells him, "He's like, that's not the Air Force. Get out of here." Yeah, Did, to which this is Starscream. Is it? Yes. Is it, at, least, I, at least the coloring. I mean, is. the coloring is okay. they, they never bothered. To, he's not listed in the credits as Starscream's voice or anything. But really, so, yeah. I mean, I mean, like the yeah, I know the coloring. I was like, well, they uh, also there's a line of dialogue that's just basically like I will make you scream throughout the stars or something. I was oh, just really? like, okay. oh, really? All right. I didn't <laughs> catch that. But sure. also, again, they just fucking murder Star Starscream. <laughs> like he is not. He's never had good that's, luck in any of these movies. I was going to say that's why it probably can't be Starscream because they clearly do that at least in the first one where megatron mm-hmm. is like hey starscream fuck yeah. off i think he's supposed to be blitzwing okay okay which was a triple changer yeah okay. which they replaced him with two other characters called shatter and dropkick hmm. are the two that are chasing him though they're never named in the movie from yeah, what no. i recall yeah but they and they weren't big right. ca- they weren't known characters i think that's why they weren't like going with the main decepticons because it's like well so we can murder them and right. yeah. i mean you see some of them get wrecked on cybertron yeah, yeah. early on because you see like skywarp's black and yep. purple color scheme and thundercrackers bluish mm-hmm. one you yeah. know in the jet guys that are running that are flying around yeah so yep. yeah like i said they make it very clear who's who mm-hmm. yeah early on but i mean when this when the jet that may or may not be starscream comes in mm-hmm. basically like Shoots a bunch of missiles, and so the Sector 7 guys are out of it. So it just leaves Bumblebee and him to fight yes. for a while. And that's this basically ends with, tell me where Optimus is. I'm not going to do it. Okay, let me rip out your voice box. Yep. And yeah. so it's... He says, you won't talk. You're never going to talk yeah, again. I'll make sure of it, and I'm going to rip your voice box out. Drills it out and throws him off mm-hmm. a mountain. And he, 
basically he ends up like he, how he's he gonna starscream's gonna kill him yep yeah and he is basically able to pop open like his missile pod thing oh, right, grab right. one and jab it into his chest yeah and as he's trying to yank it out shoots it he shoots, shoots it, it. Yeah. and that transformer is dead yeah, yeah he gets blown the <laughs> and then up. bumblebee's all fucked up like he's memories going basically and last thing crawls, he sees is a volkswagen yeah bug. crawl mm-hmm. crawls away scans a volkswagen bug and then like He's gone for a while. Yeah, because yeah, he does scan a Jeep and turn into a yellow Jeep yeah. briefly. And I appreciate that when he's in robot form after being the Jeep, he has Jeep parts on him. Yeah. Like, they do a good job of, like, yeah, they're still, like, parts of whatever car they are. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so he just kind of blinks out, and then that's when we move into the human part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we meet Charlie, and it's the day before her 18th birthday. She doesn't have a car. this is Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, Haley yes. Steinfeld. Um, day before her 18th birthday, she doesn't have a car. Her, uh, her mom, Bobby Hill mm-hmm. is, uh, yep. <laughs> basically like she's got dead dad, you know, like dad, yep. dad, died, dad died and mom's already moved on to this other guy. So of course she doesn't like him mm-hmm. and she's got a younger brother and she works a shit polyester you know, uniform job with the mm-hmm. uh, the corn dog stand at a like the, some cheap amusement yeah, park yeah. or like the, you know, the almost seems like it's like the Santa Monica pier. You know, kind of like thing, like a permanent amusement park kind of thing. Yeah, it's some Bayside thing. Um, so yeah, she's got that kind of thing going on. You know, she listens to music cooler than someone her age probably would be listening to in 1987. You know, like she's a very well thought out 17 year old girl. I was saying, like, exist. Well, that's what I mean. It's like you know, in movies, it's always like kids of that age are not listening to the bullshit that they actually would listen to when you're from 15 Mm. to 18. Not really. Come on. I was saying, like, we got to that later, and we're like, yeah, we were listening to the wrong thing at that time. I was listening to shit music. I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. But she's she's trying to build a car because she doesn't have a car. She needs a car. Yeah, she's going to get her a well, car. And also, the story is that she had been working on the car with her dad. Right. Yeah. So she goes and she has a um a junkyard that she visits. They they call the guy Uncle Hank. I don't, I, I'm guessing there's actually not any actual relation. Probably just good mm-hmm. friends with her dad. Yeah. Um, so she goes there and is raiding parts to try to fix her. I mean, it's basically like a 58 Corvette. It's yeah. a cool car. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but can't get it going. You know, life sucks because she doesn't have a car. Oh, yeah. Hey, mom. Yeah. Hey, mom. I'm turning 18 tomorrow. You know, it'd be really cool. A car. Oh, and she's like, oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. adorable. Anyway. Yeah. She does act like a pretty big brat about it. And, and her mom's pl- played by uh, Pamela Adlin. Yeah. Who's, you know, it's been. Like, I, just on said Louis. Bob- I just said Bobby Hill. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I know it's funny to call her Bobby Hill forever. That's as soon as I saw her, I was like, "Hey, it's Bobby Hill." <laughs> but yeah, she's been on Louis Better Things. She she's a good mom for this. Yeah, like like she doesn't feel like the typical movie mom that you'd pick, which no. I kind of like. Which is weird because like, like I she feels I, like more like a normal mom. I saw somebody's review, and I and I'm sorry if it's someone that listens, and I I don't remember even where I saw it, but it was like, well, you know, they they threw most of the things from the Michael Bay Transformers out except the annoying parents and I was like no what no like the parents in this are fine these parents are infinitely better than yeah. the fucking Witwickies Jesus yeah. Christ yeah. I was like no sorry. have you seen the second one when they get high at college and oh, are just fumbling around yeah, yeah. God. well the thing about <laughs> the thing about these parents is they are how they're supposed to be because we view them through Charlie's lens right, right. Exactly. so they are exactly who they are supposed to be for this their parents are like oh you can never do this fun thing you know yeah. and, and Charlie wants a car and instead she gets a bicycle helmet you know it's right. kind of yeah with flowers on it yeah Besides, and, and that in the stepdad giving her a book that says she needs to smile more right yeah I will, <laughs> I will point out that if we're talking about 
Pamela Adlon in actually good roles, I would I we would be remiss not to mention Californication. Yes. She's fantastic mm-hmm. on that. Yes. Yeah. But anyway. And Grease too, Chuck. I was gonna say she was also in Grease too. <laughs> Fine, I'll give you that too. <laughs> I was gonna throw it in at some point. Yeah. Bobby Hill was always my I first direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so she at, at the junkyard, she's scrapping, basically mm-hmm. pulling out parts for things that she needs and knocks over a boat, which knocks over two other boats, which knocks into Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and which, man, I wanted to lean over yeah. so bad at that point and just whisper in Chuck's ear. That's Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> which I but wish I knew, you had because I, I would have laughed. Yeah, for, but you would have laughed for half an hour. I would have yeah. missed half the movie. I would have so. vomited from laughing is what <laughs> I would have done. Um <laughs> But yeah, she's like, cool, a car. And then she, you know, just... and, and appropriately bees have nested inside the car because she gets in and is like tries to turn it over and it doesn't, of yeah. course. But I swear to God, one guy in the theater is like, ah, bees, get it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we get it. Guy. We get it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so the bees chase her away and she basically comes back the next day and is just like, hey, I'll clean your well, toilets because she you... gets a, she get, for her 18th birthday when she was kind of wanting a car. She gets a yeah, shitty, she, the, she, gets, she gets a shitty bicycle helmet and and, and a, a smile book. a smile book. Yeah. And so she's like, she basically just walks in determined like, I want the Volkswagen. I'll work for you for you a year. I'll do whatever. I'll screen you know clean floors, whatever. Scrub your toilets. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. detail your toilets. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's just like car's yours. Yeah. My toilets are immaculate. Well, I, I, I like the, I like the joke that he makes. She, she's like, "I'll make I'll make a bet with you. Like, if I can get the car to start, then it's mine." He's like, "What kind of a deal is that yeah, for me? It's <laughs> like, my car. Like, you, you get a <laughs> no, car? No." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, she uh, she gets the car yeah. and it starts up and she drives it home. Mm-hmm. And yeah. immediately, I, like, I thought there was going to be more like pacing. You know, like nope. it, it's just like as soon as she gets it in the garage, it's like the arm falls out. Yeah. And she <laughs> does the thing from the trailer, which is like climb under it and, and sees the eyes and he transforms and, mm-hmm. and it's like all the like, what are you? What are you? Oh, you can't talk. Yeah. Thing. So yeah. yeah. So his so his memory has been deleted basically when he, you know, glitched out. So he doesn't remember anything, doesn't know who or what he is. Yeah, basically, basically becomes a baby. Like I mean he's like cowering yeah. and you know it's funny because they make her come across as like an abusive parent because he is constantly just just like whenever she steps towards him he is just cowering he's just like oh no please and that happens like four or five times mm-hmm. and i was just like you need to comfort that thing <laughs> that thing is terrified well, of she you. does quickly. i know they, they bond rather they quickly. do yeah yeah i mean at this point it kind of becomes iron giant yeah a little bit yeah yeah but yeah she's because she's like taking out like hey you can't let anyone see you like let's go out to the beach and i'll show you how to hide and comedy ensues mm-hmm. and um, and then it's just like she's back. Like, I mean, because there, there's a lot of this. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of glossing over, but I, I yeah, there's I, a lot. There's a the, lot of just bonding. This section of the movie, I think, is incredibly endearing. Oh like, yeah, it's 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 really well done. Yep, and like in, down in to part like because I think of how good her performance is. Yeah, like I mean, it's legit good. Well, that's I mean that's the thing is like so so much of the reason why this movie works. Besides, I mean, you you could easily just go like ah. Uh, they used you one design so you like it you fucking nerd but it's like no it's not they, it's yeah. not it's like they they made the humans human and not like blah machines yeah. you know no, like no, every, no, 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 like no. everything they were like every single performance in the michael bay transformers was just like act like you've just done an entire bag of cocaine yeah and it's mm-hmm. like that's every performance yeah like everyone is just like and the first one even like 
like you know, like when John Turturro and and John Voight start playing off each other, and they both oh. just keep ratcheting up and ratcheting up, and it's like, shut the fuck up! You're the grown-ups. Yep. What the hell's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but here they give the characters time right. to breathe and develop into characters exactly. who have relationships yeah. mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah, nothing feels like bolted on. Like e- there's even this thing, like as soon as it, as soon as the first mention of it happens, you're like, oh shit, here we go. This is going to be the thing at the end. She's got a. She used to be a diver. She used mm-hmm. to be a competitive diver. Mm-hmm. And when her dad died, state she's, champion. Yeah, she stopped diving because that well, she was, won the state championship. And her died. Her dad died that day. Yeah. We'll have a heart attack. Yeah. So she was like, "Well, fuck diving." You know, it's like the OCD thing. Like if I dive again, someone else right. dies. I don't know. Yeah. But so this comes up three or four times throughout the course of the film that mm-hmm. she used to dive and you're like, OK, that's going to come up at the end. I've seen a movie before. Mm-hmm. However, it is not in any way annoying or stupid when it ha- you're just like, yeah, fucking dive. Do it. <laughs> just fucking do it. Yes. <laughs> it's it's there's there's nothing along the way that makes you groan. Whereas in the Michael Bay ones, it's just like, man, fuck off. I mean, there's one I grow. I simultaneously groaned and went like, all right. Yeah, fine. Of course. <laughs> Which one? Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Okay. It's the first instance where she's presented with a choice to dive. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. all right. Okay. It's a little bit of a groaner, but then it's like, I, I just kind of went like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we all said, I'll allow it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we were like, <laughs> okay, <happened>. whatever. <laughs> yeah. Good but, on your movie. But, yeah. So it's, it's lots of good bonding stuff, including like, you know, she's letting him watch VHS tapes and then like he uh, is trying to work his radio and it's just making static, which I, we, we've heard to mention like the first time she tried to crank him over, he basically sent out the distress call without knowing it. So yeah. people, you know, the Decepticons mm-hmm. on Cybertron knows he's there. So it's like, that's yeah. yeah because well, they well, were we, murdering Cliff Jumper. Yeah. Yeah. And get got the signal, and they're like, "He's on Earth. Let's go." Yeah, Cliff but, Jumper always gets fucked. A- every Transformers continuity, it's like he has to get murked yeah. somehow. Yeah, I he like, got split in half. Yeah. yeah, he did. I like that. Before the his signal came in, it was the theme song from Cheers. It, yes, yeah, like just, just a few seconds. Yeah, it was like, mm-hmm. it was like yeah, it's radio transmission. Yeah, but, but anyway. they're like Earth, go. Yeah, and these two are more. I mean, they're all they're identifiable, like because they're color coded and you can see like actual car parts on them. But they are more of the bay design than anything else in this movie. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but you can still tell what they but are. But it's Angela Bassett and Justin Thoreau. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. OK. Yeah. Good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that that, you know, that that's happening. The, the evil Decepticons are coming uh, amongst all the bonding. They basically land to make contact with the humans after fucking up a uh, redneck's truck and stuff. I mean, the, and the redneck. Yeah. A little and, bit of, little, and gooing him. Yeah. Yes. A little bit of a comedy scene there, you know, because um, then Justin throws like they, they pop real good. Yeah. <laughs> I like how they pop. Um, but yeah, they basically make contact with sector seven. Who's just like out on the road, like tracking them or whatever. And they just like, take us to your leader. They mm-hmm. literally actually say that. Yep. Um, and yeah. And, they, and John Cena's not about it. No. However, John Ortiz, who's like the, the I guess the SETI type guy there who's like all about this is like well wait we can we can work something out with these guys yeah because they, they're basically like hey we have a fugitive we're trying to find you know you have satellite technology let us use it we'll find the fugitive we'll be out of your hair <laughs> John C is like you want us to let you access our entire communications yeah. grid yeah. <laughs> and he goes they're called they called themselves Decepticons does this bother anyone else <laughs> it's not a red flag to anyone else <laughs> I, I like that that's like in the second second meeting when they're actually like meeting with the Secretary yeah. of Defense and yeah. everything but yeah because yeah. I have said that in every single Transformers podcast we've done is just like 
why do people keep trusting them? Yeah. They're called the Decepticons. But, but I like the implication that it's like they they take them back to to Sector Seven and and the Decepticons create the internet. They do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which well, Powell is like, it's like a web of information that it's like, come on. <laughs> I, I do like that they they get talked into it by basically saying, if they don't make a deal with us, they'll go make a deal with the Russians. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we'll lose out on this. Which, oh, yeah, the whole thing. Like, there are several Cold War references all through this, yeah. where it's just like, which it's for, the Russians, Which dude. for anyone who grew up in the 80s, it's like, yep, that, that's a 100% legitimate. Yeah. Like, if you, you said yeah. that, like, all right. Well, it's before whatever. we knew they were full of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's, that's the main plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere along the way, like, Bumblebee's watching 80s movies, like The Breakfast Club, and... Mm-hmm tries to like use his radio and, and she's like oh i can give you a better radio you know, yeah like mm-hmm. she here. upgrades his radio yeah. and, and like here try these cassettes which you know it's, it's he like, doesn't like the smiths yeah no. and then ejects some rick astley too yeah. and almost murders Haley steinfeld with mm-hmm. it yep um and then but oh, he likes take on me yes yeah that's that's the one that he accepts. and they end up listening to um oh fuck who's who actually sang the righteous brothers song originally sam uh, cook yeah, sam, sam cook, cook sam cook yeah, yeah i was like sam and yeah because it's her father's like, records because right. she's very like I see why he gets like why he acts almost abused mm-hmm. because you know he does innocuous things like oh, she says oh just put another videotape in and he puts the one of her diving yeah. that was apparently the last video her dad took with her <laughs> right so she's like no why would you put that in you know yeah. and screams at him oh. he's like oh Jesus <laughs> and then you know he's looking for music and touches the records she's like don't ever touch those yeah yeah, yeah so. she's she's not the most sympathetic owner <laughs> or no. friend she's so like just chill out. <laughs> She, yeah. comes, she comes around and he comes they, around. Yes, they, they, I know, they, they, they meet in the middle. Yes. A lot of people in this movie just have weird anger problems because sure. also there's John Cena who's just well, her, murder boner I, the entire her, time. <laughs> I feel her anger issues are completely justified by her situation. Yeah. Even though she's kind of like, A, she's 17 turning 18. Yes. So, you know, I want a car. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm a nurse and uh-huh. your stepdad doesn't have a job right now, which <laughs> they establish. He keeps going on these job interviews. Yeah. You know, so it's like, yeah, you're not getting that. But, you know, but also, you know, with the stuff with her father where everyone else has moved on and she's harboring some bitterness because mm-hmm. she hasn't. Yeah. So I can see, like, why she's so short tempered with everybody. Mm-hmm. And she does basically just scream that at her, at her mother at one. Yeah, point. Yeah, it comes out later in the movie yeah. where it's like, I, I appreciate them actually having that conversation mm-hmm. and like her being willing, you know, the character being willing to go there with their parent. Yeah, yeah it's like so. you all moved on. I didn't. That's not yeah, so, on me. So quit acting like I'm the actor. <laughs> yeah. Like it's my fault. Yeah. yeah. So so we mentioned that she has a sidekick and he's been lurking. <laughs> like like he works at the, the, at shitty, the churro stand at the, at the churro stand at the shitty amusement park too and no. like tries to talk to her once, like, all right, you can do this. And she's like, Not right now. <laughs> Blows him off. And then, like, okay. and then something else happens. Not right now. Because she yeah. something else she had to but go. But he do apparently something. lives across the street. Yeah. Yeah. And his name's Memo. Mm-hmm. Or is it Memo or Memo? They say, they say Memo. Memo. Yeah. yeah. But he, uh, I love how he tries to psych himself up to yeah. knock on the door and ask a her. Not a nerd. Not a yeah. nerd. Okay, you're a nerd. Yeah. Don't let her know you're a nerd. Right. And just throws open the and door. And then when we actually see his bedroom, it's like, yeah, all right, you're a nerd. Yeah. But you're my kind of nerd. Mm-hmm. Well, when he when he got blown off the second time, he was walking outside with a GoBots comic book. That that was the that was the <laughs> the visual gag that I was like, I don't want to say this is not a spoiler <laughs> section because yeah, he has a GoBots like comic book or magazine. And it's like, all right, all right, well played. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really well played. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and pitches it aside oh, like, yeah. as oh, soon as he sees her he's just like not reading that <laughs> yeah. this is shit <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. But, yeah but but he eventually knocks and disgu- and basically walks in on bumblebee doing his thing yeah mm-hmm. and, and he- she has taught him to 
transform immediately but still yeah. you do see a big giant robot who then transforms into a car right in front of him and he's just like, just, just like just, she's like it's, it's too late yeah <laughs> she, she goes i can explain yeah. <laughs> I, no i yeah. i uh, no i can't explain that yeah but, but yeah and then she says if if you tell anyone about this i will drive over your head with this vehicle and yeah. she's like that came out meaner than i meant it to say because he's like jesus yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, their 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 actions really good. I, mm-hmm. I like them. Yeah, like, they're, they're that's that's the thing is like there's so much good casting and interaction in this movie that it, it just helps. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's so the anti Michael Bay thing. Really, mm-hmm. it's just where it's like I don't know they're hot or I, I I you know Michael Bay with his complete lack of sense of humor is like I think they're funny. They're not, and, and or I want to fuck them. That's like yep. Michael Bay's casting choices. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like. It's it's refreshing to see what someone who's like, hey, let's cast him for talent. Yeah, just yeah. a thought. And there's a scene early on, like when she's first checking out the um, the Bumblebee, basically the the Volkswagen, mm-hmm. where it looked like she was going to start cleaning it. Yeah, when she's like taking it, and I almost wish they had mm-hmm. just to be like, all right, this is what a normal person does when washing a car. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Michael, but he was probably like, no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They, they probably had it, and he's like, she's got too many clothes on. She, she's not bending in yeah. unhuman yeah. ways. <laughs> she's not objectified enough. Right. So they're just like, this is not working for me. Why is her skin tone normal? Yeah, yeah. why does she look like a human? <laughs> yeah, because why is she not say, orange? We're ragging on him, but he did produce this. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like, I don't know how hands-on he was, or if they were just like, all right, your name's on it because you're the yeah. Transformers guy. I think that's about it. I would hope yeah. that would be the case. Yeah. I feel like that's all it was. I think he was just like, I'm not going to do these anymore, but... I'm still going to get paid. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But which, anyway, which by the way, I think like, I think this is the first one that was way back at the beginning was credited as all spark Productions. Yeah. It yeah. is the first one. And we were just like, wait, what? Yes, no, that's no, 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 no. brand. <laughs> okay. Oh, is it? Okay. I figured yeah, that might be like his, his dumb thing right. or something. Yeah. yeah. No, he's still Bay films. Okay. No, I'm, I can only assume that's Hasbro doing there. All right. Hey, we have a franchise. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so, I don't even remember. Yeah, well, well, basically now Memo's in on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is them just having fun, kind of sort of dating. Yeah, they go out for a ride Him. and like, she, you know, she's like, well, watch what it can do. And like, it could drive itself and give me your shirt. Like <laughs> <laughs> blanks a blindfold for herself yeah. and then like does this, you know, does the we were out the sunroof thing. He has a real good react. Like after taking <laughs> off his shirt, he has a real good physical moment where he kind of is covering himself up yeah, a little like, bit. Do I cover my nipples? Yeah. What do I do here? <laughs> Yeah, but uh, the shirt is lost immediately, and then they they end up at like a, a cliffside party. Yeah, yeah. And I, I this did not get as big of a reaction as it should have. But he comes, he is wearing her jacket, mm-hmm. which is too small for him. But yep. and he looks ridiculous. In it. Yep. <laughs> but he is just standing in the background. But nobody says anything. About <laughs> I know. It. Hmm. I know. But this is where like the cool kid yeah. is about to cliff dive off the side of this, and then you know everyone's like, "Really gonna do it, man?" Yeah. And he's like, "Wait." And, and he's who's, like, he's, who's coming with me? Yeah, who's coming with me? And, and Bumblebee basically opens his door, knocks her forward. He's like, you. Oh, wait. Yeah, you're you're a state champion diver. Are you? Mm-hmm. You're yeah. on my sister's she's like, team. no, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the part where we were like, all right, we'll allow it. Yeah. As Bumblebee starts playing the touch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got yep. the power. Yeah. yeah. It's only for 10 seconds, really. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, all right, fine. Because the, the, they've, they've already picked up that he's doing like the use playing the songs to speak thing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. at first like, they're, they're, they're like, oh, that's pretty good. You turn the radio and that actually was. And then he does it again. It's like, wait, you're talking, yeah. you know, like. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't jump. No, she's. Well, because she has like, you know, PTSD about. Right. You know, has like flashbacks to add all this. Like, no, I can't do it. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then like, of course, the, God, I, I yeah. honestly, I really like the way that scene's filmed, too. Yeah. 
because like she's in focus on the edge of the cliff and then as she backs away like you have no focus on anyone mm-hmm. and you just hear people going oh i thought you were a diver <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like we came to see shows like, I, I, like, <laughs> I like that there's like an articulate 18 year old in the background just going like hey we thought you were a diver <laughs> like it's just like not just like a, you suck yeah exactly <laughs> like, i have a legitimate complaint yeah. i came for a diving show like, i was told that you were a diver and that you would be diving i get more articulate the more i drink <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that's but, that's when the three like mean girls come uh, over and are just man. They, this is this is also eighties. Yep, eighties high school villain. Yep, where she actually says like, "This car's a piece of shit. Maybe you should get your dad to buy a new one." Oh, oh, sorry about that. Yeah, and it's just like, like in that tone. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it, like normal humans aren't that vicious. No, like you should be murdered like, like, for that. Yeah, those people only exist <laughs> yeah. in movies. Well, what if her car was murdered for that? Mm. Yes, because so they they decide, hey, let's get some revenge. And the revenge is let's toilet paper her house and egg the car. Yeah. yeah. So they attempt to teach Bumblebee how to toilet paper the house. He just grabs the entire package well, of toilet well, paper. Not before we're squeezing the Charmin. <laughs> yes. Literally yeah, to yeah, death. It just yeah, explodes. It explodes. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, see, we won one roll of toilet paper. And he's like, cool. Whole whole case of toilet paper <laughs> just launches it into the yeah. sun. Yeah. <laughs> Or the moon, they, I guess. Then they throw an egg at, at her car, yeah. and mm-hmm. then he just grabs the cartons of eggs and just smashes them onto the roof and just starts smearing them around like a child. While grinding. He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he gets so into it that he just starts smashing the hood and then jumping on it, and they're mm-hmm. like, uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Don't. know." And then he, he pretty much flattens it, and they hide behind a hedge, and they're like, hide and so he flips the car on its side and hides behind it and they're like no (laughs) see this is the shit that's genuinely funny yeah Mm -hmm. unlike everything that michael bay tried to make funny yeah it is every once in a while there would be a thing and that it was like god damn it why is that funny yeah every Mm -hmm. once in a while it did happen but But, it's not usually the stuff that was intentional travis knight coming from an animation background Mm -hmm. where it's like all right how do you make characters that don't have a voice be entertaining and be funny yeah but while we're talking about that, there is there is one shot. It is such a subtle little thing, and I fucking love it. And I don't think it was like post because like it doesn't have any weird like oh we we thought about this after the fact. There is a shot, and you know because Haley Steinfeld is acting against probably a guy with a mm-hmm. stick, mm-hmm. you know. And there's like a part where Bumblebee transforms, and he's you know he's got his doors out, sort of like wings, like he does. Mm-hmm. And she is walking and actually like walks around it, and I was like, holy shit, yeah. like. It's such a subtle thing, and it's like, mm. you know, I'm just from a filmmaking sp- perspective, I'm like, the fact that they thought about that, like, a thing that's not there, and it's like, hey, you know, his door's going to be in the way, walk out of the way, and I don't mm-hmm. think it was like, oh, shift her over and post and make, because it didn't look weird. Yeah, because there's right. only one scene where it looks weird, yeah. right near the end, where she gets out and he transforms around yes, right. her. That's right. pretty digital. And then when he picks her up, yeah, like, yeah. those are the only two scenes where it ever looked like, yeah. all right, something's not quite right. Yeah, but this is like, she just gets out and it's like, or is like walking around him and like actually goes around the door, mm-hmm. like, and I was like, damn, that's, that's cool. Because yeah. it's not, it's not car version of Bumblebee where it's a real door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. After they destroy the car and drive away, they get in a police chase. Mm-hmm. Um, Fred Dreyer from yeah. TV's Hunter. Fucking Hunter. <laughs> is, Hunting them down. He's chasing them down. And they uh, they get away from him. Um, with some transformy bits yeah. of yeah. action. But. Yeah, in a tunnel doing things. Yeah, because I guess there really hadn't been an action scene for a while. Yeah. So this is kind of, yeah. this is what's going to suffice. I well, also, it's just like, all right, now you need to lay low. So, because I got to go to work and stuff. And this is where you get the 
Bubble be poking around the house, fucking shit up. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, uh, he he the dog is in the garage, <laughs> just freaked out, and then jumps back through the dog hole. Well, the dog's up there because she gave Bumblebee her pop tart. <laughs> right? She's like, "Sorry, I have to go to work. Here, you can have my pop tart." Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and the dog's like, "Sweet." Um, so I, yeah. I guess the implication was like this, like because I, I I I feel like what sets the scene in motion is is the pop-tart like because the dog is eating the pop-tart mm-hmm. and then and bumblebee's kind of like yeah i should eat and i feel like that's the it's kind of the unspoken motivation for the mm-hmm. scene where he's like yeah actually i'm hungry yeah you know because when the decepticons with sector seven has created the internet they are searching for energon sig- yes. signatures throughout the country mm-hmm. so he bumble bubbles his way around bumblebees his way around the house yep. and um you know, fuck shit up, and then eventually it's like, hey, I can plug into this wall socket here and get juice. Yeah, which is like, which you know, he the does. Septicons are like, there he is. Yeah, yeah. So that basically sets everything in the third act in yeah. motion. Mm-hmm. Well, but he also, in the process, destroys the inside of the yeah. house. Yeah, but uh, like, Memo is hearing this from outside and calls her at work. And is like, yeah, you need to come home like right now. And yeah. she get they get there just in time to like basically see him destroy the house, and then like. Let's try to pick the house up before parents get home, but that doesn't happen. No. Yeah. yeah there's I mean, nothing that, they could do. That's a point where you just like leave. Yeah. Like, you just man, leave and you're like, man, I don't know what our, the hell Our house happened. got ransacked. She called the police. Yeah. But she actually tries to explain it to her mom. She's like, I can explain everything. No, she's like, I can't right now, but yeah, I will. Like, My yeah, car. It's yeah, very important. I, I, I got to go. go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's when she has the big blow up with, the, with her right, mom. Right. Basically saying, you know, because the mom's like, no, we're going to talk about this, which, yeah. Is a re- reasonable parent reaction to it have is. when your house is wrecked and your kid's like, we can talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like, no, no, nah, we're not talking about this later. Yeah, this right. is happening now. Right now. I don't care mm-hmm. about anything else. Yep. Yeah. But, but um, she still ends up running away. Well, because, you know, she has the final jab of like, you know, you're not my real dad, Chip. And, and like, yeah, mm-hmm. yells at, you know, how, how could you move on and just run cries yeah. out the house yeah all, all you guys replaced dad but i didn't mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah and then mom's kind of like stunned into yeah i don't know what to say to that one and they drive off and that's when they get intercepted by john cena and company yes mm-hmm. um and who they... immediately attack bumblebee mm-hmm. basically tell the kids to step away from the car and then try to nab them yeah and yeah bumblebee's not having that grabs her basically gets away for a while until the two decepticons show up and yeah. then just beat the crap out of him, basically. Mm-hmm. And she gets knocked out. Yeah. Because she well, wakes she wakes up in her bed. And the, John Cena's in their house. Well, she so they tased Bumblebee and then she grabbed Bumblebee, which oh, tased right. her. That's mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, they were like, you know, they had these like early versions of taser guns that just shocked her and she touched them. And of yeah, course, he's one so, giant bolt. So but yeah, she just <laughs> yeah. wakes up in bed and she's like, wow, well, that was a weird dream. And but John Cena's in my kitchen telling all the parents like, yeah, you know, kids. <laughs> the stepdad is like. Look, I, hormones, you, you you hit puberty. I totally understand it. I got rebellious, too. I stole a box of Malamars yeah. once. And John Cena immediately goes, we know. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I kind of like. All right. If you're going to borrow something from the Bayverse, I like that it's like Sector 7's kind of a joke. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it, they're, they're big bad and like they're evil, but also like for kids, they're not that, you know, they're, they're not that they're kind of stupid, you yeah. know. Maybe not quite to the like bumbling, stupid F troop level of John Turturro with you know Sector Seven boxer shorts and shit, but mm. you know it's like maybe draw the line there. But I, I feel like John Cena is playing it way better. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. like the I, only, I'm menacing, well, but also well, and yeah. throughout the movie, like he's he's 
not likable at all. Like he is very one note. It's yeah, it's it's weird. John Cena just is instantly. I have to murder Bumblebee, even though all evidence is pointing to no. The two things that you have let into your workspace are the bad ones. Mm-hmm. Like it's obvious. Yeah, even though he doesn't trust them, but he still works with them over Bumblebee. Exactly. Right. It's it's weird how one note that is. But that gets flipped when. They have captured Bumblebee. The two evil Decepticons are torturing him, basically. And John Ortiz walks in and is like, yeah, they're talking about, like, after we get the information, we're just going to murder everyone on this planet. So we got to... We, we, yeah, we fucked up. Yeah, we're, yeah. On, the, we're on the wrong side. Wrong and then, side here. And then he gets, you know, vaporized goo. But even still, like, once he's like, these things want to kill that one and take over the planet, but John the, Cena is still like, yeah, I mean, fuck Bumblebee. Well, but, he's, but still, he, he's still in Kent Mansley mode. Yeah. He is. He and the other dude, like, the, I guess it's the Sec- Secretary of Defense are just like... Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna murder all of them, and yeah. we're just gonna pick the parts, and you know, like good right. guys, yeah, bad guys. We we're, tech, yeah, we're not even in they've, this they've war. They've given us a way yeah. to track all yeah. of them. Yeah, so we're just gonna take them all down. Mm-hmm. John Cena likes that. Yes, <laughs> he does. It's why he continues on. Right. Yes, John Cena likes that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they're able to like Bumblebee. They basically kill him. Yep. At this point, mm-hmm. there's and a then, lot of and then take near off. death Bumblebee in this movie. Yeah, like almost one scene too many. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and they they basically shock him back to life with the taser guns. Yeah, because she escapes out of her parents' house basically, uh, unless her b- little brother to distract the parents. Right. Or well, first they go over to Memo's house, which is when we get to see his room, and yeah. you know he's got a thing poster, Raiders of the Lost Ark, got Tom Baker, Doctor Who in the back. Mm-hmm. He's got those rad uh, Marvel action figures from the '80s, like mm-hmm. all lined up. I was like, oh man, I'm jealous. Yeah, and he has a yeah. table full of like hair care products, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, these are uh, my sister. She's always pulling jokes by putting them in here. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that's yeah. the the brother who also I I really like the little brother only because I I knew I knew friends little brothers like this who was like taking karate and constantly you know like I could murder you with my hands. It's like no, you couldn't. You <laughs> yeah. little shit, exactly. shit stain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the first thing he says, he's like, I know how to rupture your spleen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're taking karate down on a strip mall in Pasadena, so fuck off, kid. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, you're not Daniel Larusso. <laughs> but anyway, they like, yeah, you stay home and you, know, you got to cover the base, and while we go do stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, so basically, they get there. Bumblebee's dead, and she just keeps shocking him until eventually he sits up in the background with like this heavenly like holy music playing for half a second as he sits up i'm like what the shit is this mm-hmm. but yeah he sits up and everything's fine again but then like man so the two evil transformers have fucked off to go because they there's a tower that they need to go to to send out the signal yeah. uh so they're gone and the the kids have locked the door of this <laughs> this military facility and john cena rolls up and he's just like that door is in my way <laughs> there's a door in my, in my way and they just put explosives on the door like no one tries to even open it they nope. just like blow up that fucking door which almost murders the two kids um yeah <laughs> and then bubblebee comes out and he's starting to remember like the the, mm-hmm. the shocking kind of started to wake his memories back mm-hmm. up and eventually he gets to the point where it's like oh all right i remember exactly what a, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's just like man fuck all well, you soldiers the, the bad guys or the decepticons basically triggered an optimus prime hologram too right. so that's how they got the plan of like oh they're coming here to establish space here yeah yeah, yeah. but this this is again iron giant part mm-hmm. because they john cena hits her yes basically she tries to stop because they spear bumblebee again with their harpoon mm-hmm. things mm-hmm and he's and he's just kind of letting it kinda happen. Getting, yeah, getting dragged. Yeah, but then John Cena, like she tries to, she hits John Cena and he knocks her down. Yeah. To which 
this is when Bumblebee goes Iron Giant and like his eyes turn red and he basically yanks up the cars <laughs> and John Cena gives a real good, oh shit. Yeah. It's really all, I think the only line of profanity in the it is. film. No, she, she drops an oh shit too. Does yeah. she? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, this is not language yeah, no. wise. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. 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 But Bumblebee immediately chucks him. Oh God. Yeah. Halfway but, across like, the He screen. should not be moving the rest yeah, of the movie. No, but, yeah. yeah. But he's John Cena. My yeah. God, that man's broken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had a family. <laughs> But yeah, he gets chucked, and it, then Bumblebee just opens fire on all of the vehicles there. Just starts blowing shit up, going nuts. Yeah, and a couple of guys pretty much catch on fire, yeah. and I'm like, Bumblebee, you're murdering those people. Yep. <laughs> this is going to be hard to make a case for you after this. Mm. Uh, but those men are never mentioned again. <laughs> no. They didn't have families. There's no. always more Sector 7s. Yes, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, she she basically talks him down from... She turns his red eyes blue. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. And so she's like, come on, we got to go. And Memo's basically like, I'll hold him off. Yeah, I'm going to I'll distract him and buy you some time. Yeah. Which, man, they roll up on him and he's just like, halt. And they just keep they going. Just blow by him yeah, full speed. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, that's one thing that's fun about that. His character is like, he really, he doesn't help. Nope. At all. In he's the entire this. course of the movie. It's kind of great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the point, isn't it? I know. Yep. I'm just like, it, it's, it's, real good. it's fun. Yep. It's real good. Yeah. So this just basically moves to the end game, which is they're at the, wherever the tower is, which is also in some shipyard or something. And it's just robot smash. Time. Yeah. They've, they've cybertroned up one of the radar, yeah. ra- you know, the antenna dishes or whatever. Yeah. But uh, another thing I really like about this is like, if you, if you really stop and think about it for the most part, None of the human characters really did much in the Transformers movies. I mean, you could argue that the soldiers, soldier dudes did in like the second or third one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Shia LaBeouf's fucking worthless. Like he never does anything useful. It's just he runs around no, no, knowing and stumbling and doing the like getting in the way like that. He does the 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 Indiana Jones four. And I don't invoke that lightly, but. The thing, the worst thing about Indiana Jones Four is that Indiana Jones doesn't do anything cool. He trips and falls and lands in the right place, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, Indiana Jones is capable. What's this like stumble bumble bullshit that he just like happens to be in the right place? And that's all Shia LaBeouf did through all his Transformer movies. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Like she's like, oh, I should get up there and stop that tower because I've got mechanical knowledge. Let me grab yep. a tool belt and climb this crane and shit. And it's like, yeah, you're fucking doing something. Mm-hmm. You know, you're being useful. Yeah, and so that's what she does, and yeah, because yeah, Bumblebee has to fight the the Justin Throw one. Mm-hmm. Yes, who's like finally I can kill something. Yes, and they have a real good fight. Um, th- there's one shot that I'm pretty sure is a recreation of one of the opening credits shots from the animated series. Oh, really? Where uh, Justin Throw throws Bumblebee, who then transforms and then transforms again out of the car to punch him. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's from the opening of the original anime okay. series. Um, and yeah, so this is a pretty good fight. Um, it's real good how it ends too. Yeah, yeah because like, so he, the other one transforms into helicopter mode and Bumblebee throws a chain at it and gets all tangled up in it. And he trans he tries to transform back into a robot, but the, the chain is all messed up mm-hmm. in the gears and stuff. And he starts to try to give an evil speech. <laughs> he like, goes, like, you, you think, this, you you think, think these chains? chains will? And he yanks it and he just fucking gets detonated. <laughs> yes. Basically, all just all his just pieces fall apart and, and apart. explodes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like that's plus really, he gets a cool like, you know, kung fu movie style like pose afterwards because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's just murder to do with a chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. And of course, the guy's head rolls right, right. next to him at mm-hmm. the end. That one's dead. 
Yep. <laughs> and John Cena has shown up in a helicopter yes. to try and take out the other one. Yes. Not because he's on Bumblebee's side yet, but just because that's the most because accessible he, one. And 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 he's been told by Agent Powell before he got good. <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> that, hey, they're going to broadcast. They're going to bring them all here and we're fucked. Yeah. So. Yeah. So he's trying to shoot that one with a helicopter. Um, it, it just shoots the helicopter down. Right. which Bumblebee saves him by catching it and mm-hmm. sliding to the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Bumblebee's pinned under the helicopter. So it's basically all up to what's her face at this point. Yeah. Charlie. Um, Mm-hmm. So she is ripped out like the power source or whatever. Or she's about to. Yeah, she's she's trying to use like a bolt cutter on a piece mm-hmm. to get a thing out. I mean, it's never really clear what she's doing, but it's just like it's the glowing bit. Yeah, but get- the Angela Bassett Decepticon like has turned into a jet and is hovering around there trying yeah. to shoot at her. Mm-hmm. But she keeps uh, she keeps hiding behind the thing basically that she's trying to yank out so that it can't shoot at her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a smart strategy to keep employing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But eventually Bumblebee shoots shoots that that jet down yes and they get into a big fight mm-hmm. yeah they they end up fighting in like a it's a like a basically it's a lock system that they're in you know like it's right it's in a shipyard and it's a dry dock lock and um bumblebee's like they're fighting and he gets pinned and like held down by her again you know giving her charlie time to free the little thing and mm-hmm. complete that and bumblebee just basically just shoots the lock system and unleashing all the water and a giant barge yeah out of it and she's just like you're gonna kill us both and he's just like, he's like whatever yeah, and whatever. just holds her as yeah. this barge just <laughs> runs them both over and then takes her and runs her into a wall mm-hmm. and, and she did yeah bumblebee just kind of sinks to the bottom and this is where yeah you get the you know Haley steinfeld looks and is like all right Time, yeah. to, time to dive. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with, mm-hmm. but also it doesn't serve much purpose Not because really. she doesn't do anything she except go down, down there and like, and like hey, <laughs> wake up, hey. <laughs> which he does. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's not like she had the thing that he needed to live. It's just right. I'm here. And he's like, oh, hey. And yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the other thing is like, I feel like instead of like, you know, your gymnastics power defeated the velociraptors, it's like. Instead of like using the, the secret skill that you everyone said you had the whole yeah. time to actually do something, all of these, these are all like, just like Memo. I mean, yeah, he doesn't do anything like useful, but he's he's a piece to unlock and yes. make her better, yes. you know, and just like, yeah, this was like her getting over the thing, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not like, yeah, I had to dive to save Bumblebee. It's just like I dove and now I'm better. Right. Mm-hmm. I got over it. Yep. Which I think is better than, like I said, like kicking a velociraptor with your secret gymnastic yes. powers. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree with yeah. that statement. <laughs> yep. And they get out, and then John Cena is right there, and he's just like, "Hey, all right, y'all get, y'all need to get out of you here. You got to get out of here." Yeah. And he's just like, "Hey, soldier, <laughs> turn around." <laughs> he just immediately goes into Marine salute, and uh, <laughs> Bumblebee just turns around and gives, does the end of the Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, he gives him the Judd Nelson. <laughs> yep. So good. And John Cena's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> and this is when Memo pulls up on the motor scooter right next to John Cena's like, I'm here. How can I help? And John Cena's basically like, it's over, dude. Yeah, yeah. We already saved the world. <laughs> He's like, can you call my mom? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So now they have to say goodbye because mm-hmm. they obviously. Well, John Cena basically is like, you need to get out of here because my, my buddies are coming for coming you. Coming for you. Yeah. Yeah. So And then oh, yeah. Bumblebee's like, all right, where are we headed? They go to San Francisco. Yeah. And like, I can't go with you. Yeah. Which I guess is that's just where the first movie took place, I guess. I have no idea. I suppose. I don't I, think so. All right. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's just because the Golden Gate the... Bridge looks cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
it's a nice backdrop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, but they go, they, they go to that spot. The, the place everybody goes to look at the golden gate bridge. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think, which is actually in Oakland. And, mm-hmm. and they're like, and he spots a, the yellow Camaro from that. He is in the Bernie Mac lot from the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and transforms, of course, to a not shitty version. Cause right. you know, like I guess he's been sitting for like 20 years. Or so, give exactly, or take. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's like, you could turn into a Camaro the whole time. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> like, yep. That would have like, been useful in the car chases. Yeah, and he's yeah. just like, beep, beep, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> yep. and, yeah. and please don't you forget me about me. Yeah. More and more Breakfast Club. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he pulls up alongside a very Optimus Prime-esque truck mm-hmm. for that imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, that's essentially the end of the movie. There's, there's a couple of little codas yeah, after. She goes home. Everything, you know, her family's happy to see her again. Because yeah. there was a car chase with her step-parents that ended in uh, a, yeah. a, a car crash in an intersection that it's it's pretty entertaining. And it's like instantly flips the, the, the family to be mm-hmm. like, okay, they're all right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. God, there's he has one line. Again, I don't think this got the reaction it should have. Like when they start the chase, <laughs> they're in like the shitty station wagon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he says, I think we should invest in seatbelts. <laughs> Well, and there's also just when the chase ends, like they've they've survived. Yeah. Well, like, there's, like, there's, like the way it happens, yeah, like each person, like almost, like last second stop before each family member gets creamed by yeah, a it's, vehicle. It's like this weird Evil Dead thing of yeah. each person gets a camera coming right up to their face and they don't die. Yeah. Um, but, but then, like, then she she's like, "We have a kid in the car," and she hits him, and he's like, "But the other kid was in danger. It was a lose lose. They were both in danger." <laughs> Is the worst fucking thing you could say out loud. <laughs> yeah. It's right, but you, you don't say that out loud. Yeah. It was a lose lose situation. <laughs> and the kid in the backseat's like, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was radical because oh, right. it's the 80s. Yes, you know? you're right. I'm sorry. No. But but yes, everything's fine with the family. Uh, Memo's got a busted arm, but yeah. he they kind of walk off to look out at the, I guess, the Golden Gate Bridge again. From where they, wherever they were, yeah, mm, sure. For yeah. pretty poor, they got a pretty nice fucking. Their view house is for dope. Their, yeah, <laughs> they're doing all right again. Eighties, yeah. Mm-hmm. So exactly, you know. But yeah, he, I like that he goes to hold her hand, and she's like, ah, a little early for that. Yeah, yeah we're not, not there, there yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's basically what it ends on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get one credit before you get the mid-credit sequence. Yeah, you get the Bumblebee credit. Yeah, and then you get him and Optimus walking. Yeah, and then a bunch of obviously here come more Transformers. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> Or, oh, yeah, good. but him basically saying, "Hey, you, you helped us all find yes. a new home." Thank you. And mm-hmm. and Bumblebee says his name mm-hmm. through the radio. Yep, it's like, I'm Bumblebee because yep. Optimus is still calling him B one twenty seven. Yep, which is weird. Like all the Autobots, they all have their dumb code names on yeah. Cybertron anyway. Like, why is this B one twenty seven? Unless it was like some just factory, you know, churned out drone robot. They, they, that's the one thing like yeah. they don't ever like why Address. is this yeah. yeah why is this like this one like little basic yeah, why, soldier why is guy? this guy cliff jumper yeah exactly know, what which cliff jumper was basically bumblebee just with a different paint scheme <gasps> you shut your mouth and Except because they kept fucking right. them up in the production run because yeah. they would be backwards and yep so i guess I they, which they, face was tacked on the it, yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah the movie's over mm-hmm. And it ends with one of the only the only not eighty songs in the movie. They were like, "No, we got to have something." Yeah. Modern. Oh yeah, and she's driving off in the uh, restored. Yes, mm-hmm. she got it fixed. Yeah, restored vehicle. I will say it bummed me out a little bit because every like the the garage was uh, was peppered with Corvette stuff everywhere, mm-hmm. and all of it was like the fifty six fifty seven single headlight Corvette. Mm-hmm. But she's got the fifty eight double headlight. Mm-hmm. Just saying. 
the yeah. single headlights way cooler than the double headlights. Yeah. It's my, still my a sweet opinion. ride. It is. I, yeah. I would not turn down a 58 Corvette. I'm yep. just saying like the. Yeah. But it, uh, yeah, it ends on that. Mm-hmm. On basically more Transformers arriving, I guess. Yeah. We don't know if they're good or they're bad. Nope. So. I guess we'll maybe find out. Depending, yes. Depending on how In much China years. goes to see this movie. Yeah. I hope they do. Yeah. Because this movie's great. Yeah. It is It is what I wanted, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's way better than I would have expected from a movie about, you know, a single Transformer. Yeah. But it's done in all the ways that work, mm-hmm. you know, that it, it's very heavily character based. The action is solid and comprehensible, which, you know, basically none of the other Transformers movies have had the luxury of having. Nope. I haven't seen the fourth and the fifth, but I'm gonna go on. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and guess that yes, yeah, no, it's worry. tough to tell what anything is at any given. Oh, time. Oh yeah, you'll never know. The only thing entertaining about the fourth one is just how Marky Mark Marky Mark is in it. Yeah, he's yeah. super duper Marky Mark. Yeah, like <laughs> everything, every, like everything we make fun of yeah. Marky Mark for is in Transformers Four. Well, yeah, I mean he's got the we found a Transformer. Yeah, oh, hey guys, fine. I will say by the fifth one, Bumblebee. Every piece of Bumblebee is an individual Transformer. It's fucking dumb. Yeah, because he like gets exploded at one point, but everything turns into an individual transformer that reforms into Bumblebee. It's real mm-hmm. fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we say, oh, they use the original designs, but they kind of didn't. I mean, Bumblebee does not look like oh, no Bumblebee. Did. No. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's still. But like you said, the pieces of the vehicle that he is are very clearly visible and very clearly part of the design. Yes. Yeah. More so than like when he was the Camaro version. Right. Yeah. He still has the and the optimist that you see is the older yeah like original version mm-hmm. of him yeah uh the only thing the carryover thing that still i just i don't get is the weird like battle face like it's time oh, to fuck yeah. shit up nod my head down and all of a sudden here comes a slide on battle thing. face it's just like yeah. your face is already metal like what does another sheet of metal in front of mm-hmm. your metal face do I mean, get some readouts and stuff. Maybe. I, don't know. I mean, I don't know. again, they could put it in his regular cyber eyes, but, yeah. you know, like. It's like, what, yeah. is, what does this extra face do for you? Your, protect your metal face. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. A sweet robot face. Mm-hmm. It's the moneymaker. Yeah. It's a nice faccia. <laughs> yep. But yeah, it, it's this is a great movie. Yeah. I yes, mean, it it, I don't even know if it should be the first half. <laughs> uh, it is. I mean, it, yeah. it's part of the we, we, it's, yeah, we gave it's part it a of the Bay universe, yeah. so. Yes. We gave it a caveat. But yeah, I it's five jocks. It's really great. I really, really, really enjoyed everything about it. And it's one of those movies that also it lampshades its goofy stuff by pointing it out, but it does it in the best possible ways. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's 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 the case of a script scriptwriter going, man, that's going to come off a little weird and then going, all right, how do I make that less weird? Yeah. And you have the characters acknowledge how weird it is, you know, but that stuff, like every, just everything about it works. It does. It's, it's great. And it, you know, it's like, all right, take your, take your ET, <laughs> combine it with some iron giant and you got a great movie. And along with a terrific cast, I, yes. mean, I, I don't have a problem with anybody in this movie. Mm-mm. Everybody in this movie is great. Yeah. There was no character where you were just like, ah, oh, get out of here. I don't want. Yeah, I mean, a they all they all you. have the proper chemistry with each other. Yeah, and even the annoying stepdad is still like, guy's kind of great actually. <laughs> yeah, he, like like yeah. that's the thing is like he's exactly what he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
he's not terrible. He's just mostly clueless for yeah. a little while. Everyone else in the family likes him. It's just there's this conflict there, mm-hmm. which sort of gets resolved a little. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, but I mean, at least there's no like, I'm just going to keep calling you Ron. I'll never call you dad. And then at the end, she calls him dad. At least there's not that hot bullshit. Also, like I said, it's like, you know, pulling the rug out from underneath, like the holding, even the hold the hands thing. It's just like, no, we're not there yet. Yeah, Yeah. like that's that's great. Mm -hmm. Like not just doing like the Oh, we are in love now. Yeah, especially going out on that, which is just like, that's the camera pull back, sweep up to the sky, Mm -hmm. bumblebee on screen. Well, yeah, and when they, when she kisses him on the cheek, he's mm-hmm. like, "That's a kiss," and she's like, "On the cheek." Yeah, still and counts. He's, and still he's counts. like, "Still counts." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was sitting at four jocks. I don't know for any particular reason. Like, I love this movie, but I guess I'm trying to justify it on a Bathcast scale, mm-hmm. and it's just it's a different rating in a star system. Like, I mean, yeah. and I, that's where I'm confused as like how to rate this. But you know what, I. For what we do, I I can find no fault. I I really liked it. So five jocks. I mean, it's just like I I don't know. There's there's nothing that makes it a five jocks typical five jocks movie. Yeah. You know, like there's not like oh my god that was awesome or you know it's just again. I mean, I almost feel bad doing this because it's like it's way better than it has any right to be. Yeah. I mean, really, mm-hmm. in in every way, shape and form. Because like there, there's been so many shitty Transformers movies and. They just made a really solid movie here. You know, it's like, well, it's like you hired the guy who made Kubo and the two, the yeah. two strings. It's like, OK, I even thought he right. would fuck it up. Some. I mean, I thought it would just be like someone would come in and be like, nah, it's too heady. Like, that's too good. Like, we we got to shit this up for some reason. I, I feel like like it's like some reason there's like somebody with like these tentpole movies that usually comes in and goes like, that's too good. People won't like it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like the guy that's just like, hey, bees. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. That, we need to dumb it down to that guy's level. Cause, yeah, put more fart I mean, sounds. Think in about it. it. Like, how many people were getting up like ten minutes before the movie? Were like, this shit's over. Fuck it. Let's out. My out. Out. Yeah. Like, fuck normal people. I'm just, <laughs> just <laughs> god damn it. Yeah. This is why this movie's not going to make any money either. So it's too good. <laughs> That's a good point. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was sitting at four jocks also, and I can't yeah. really explain why. I mean. I'm probably not. It's probably not going to be a five star movie. It'll probably be right. a four star movie or yeah. a little higher. I feel like I do need to go back and push the ratings down of the Bay ones a little in comparison now, because at the time it was like, well, obviously this is the best we're ever going to get. And you're just kind of grasping at straws in those movies to be like just to find something to go. Well, at least there was this. Mm-hmm. And now they've proven they can make a good one of these. And it's like, fuck all five of those. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. And their yeah. Cybertron asses. Just get out of here. Like, well, I mean, they justify having all the human characters in these movies. Yeah. Which yeah. they didn't do in any of the Bay ones. Exactly. It just, I, this is, it. it's almost a miracle of of just like, oh my God, they did it. I, I never thought they would do it and they did it. It's it's unbelievable. So I think I, think I can bump it up to five also um, for what we do. It's just, it's remarkable that it's as good as it is considering it's still under the umbrella of Michael Bay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I, like if he was not associated with it, I wouldn't be as surprised. But yeah. because his name is still attached to it, it's like, mm. like, did you really sit in a production office and be, were you like, okay with this? Like, or, you know, I, I have to think he probably sat back and was like, this, this will never work. This is all mm-hmm. bullshit, but whatever. I'm not directing it. Who cares? Um, but yeah, I just yeah, and I wouldn't have expected it out of the writer of Unforgettable and Shut In. Yeah, because yeah. those are not. Yeah, for her that that's uh, this that's is. Yeah, I, was, big I was just looking. I was like, 
okay, so this might be who does if I'm not. I think they're nuking the DC stuff from from right. orbit, but I mean, attached to two different DC projects now. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do this. Yeah, mm-hmm. but who knows? Yeah, it, it's it's well written. It the acting is amazing. I, I think. I think that carries it along long, long, yeah. long, long ways. Yep. Yeah, because like there are at least four or five characters in all the Bay ones where you're just like, get the fuck off the screen. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's none of that in this. So it's it's great. You should go see it and have a good time. It is a good time. Yeah. You know what all else is a good time? What? Doing Golden Jocks. Golden Jocks. Yeah. Well, why don't we go get BJ and do that half? Yeah, let's drag him in here and we'll do a second half. Sounds great. Welcome back. Hey. Second half. The so, most important half. So yeah, uh, we, we time warped a little bit. BJ's here now. Yes. Welcome I have, back. I've arrived from the future and the past. Yeah. To the present. So uh, if you skipped ahead, um, you know, because you didn't want Bubblebee spoiled, it's it's Golden Jocks time. Yeah. Yay. 2018 Golden Jocks Woo. Awards. The GJs. <laughs> yes. Good job. Yeah. GJs. Um. Yeah, so we're gonna kind of like you know round robin this, and then like just go ahead and knock off all of our honorable mentions, and then get into our top fives. Yes, I think mm. so. Yeah. Do we have an order we wish to start? Why don't you start? Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. So, I, just because we talked about this in the break, mm-hmm. so to speak, um, what are our totals for the year? Oh, for twenty twenty eighteen movies seen this year. Well, let's. Should we start low and then go high, or do go high and go low? We'll start Doesn't low, matter. okay? Because yeah. I would like to announce my bunker busting, record annihilating <laughs> year of movies. Yeah, in which I watched fourteen 2018 yeah. movies, so shattering previous records. Your normal, your normal thing of the top five being the five movies you've seen, <laughs> correct? Right, <laughs> including one it. that, including one that was probably on the Banff cast at some point during exactly. the course of the year. Mm-hmm. Rampage. Yeah. So, <laughs> I am. Um, I just blew it out this year, and I, I'd like to pat myself on the back. Yeah. Well, three of those are Banff cast ones. We should all have those, I think. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. We had Blackwater. Oh, that's right. No, I'm sorry. So that makes was, sixteen. Yeah. Uh, there was Deep Blue Sea two. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Games. Jurassic Games. Right. Oh shit! I didn't put that on the list. So. Oh. Yep. Rampage. Rampage and Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Yep, Damn. I didn't see Bumblebee. Yeah. Also, my t- total just went up by. You should probably one. see Bumblebee. One? What one. was the other one? Uh, Jurassic Games, Jurassic Rampage. Games. Yeah, Deep Blue Sea. Deuce. Rampage. Did we watch Rampage? I think we all watched yeah. Spoilcast. Yeah, yeah. that was okay. that was our That's April right. movie. Spoilcast, right? Yeah. It wasn't really a. It was kind of. It was a Bamcast. Yeah, we counted it. Oh, we did. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. I don't remember anything. Yeah, we're bad at memory. Mm-hmm. But, anyway, but anyway, so okay, so that's sixteen for me, which yeah. is oh, wow, bumping it up. Impressive. Yeah. Sick. I'm, I'm up to 19, oh. which is less than I normally. Because normally every year I could cram at work because work like the week before Christmas is like the deadest time possible. And I could just bring a little portable hard drive and mm-hmm. catch up. Not this year, folks. So, no. but 19. I, I've got enough that I like, but 
I, I like saying how many we've seen. So people go, really? That's on the list? And it's like, yeah, because I've only seen this many. Mm-hmm. You know? Sorry. Yeah. I didn't yeah, see your art movie. <laughs> yeah. But there are plenty that I like, I would love to have put on the list, which I'll mention at the end. Okay. Of course. Yeah. You know, that I, that I could say, I, I really wanted to watch this at some point, but there are some like uh, Mission Impossible. I hadn't seen any of the missions impossible since three. Mm-hmm. And you got, and I was like, I need to watch Fallout before for the Golden Jocks. And you're like, no, 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 no absolutely no. do not watch that one on <laughs> yeah, its own. Right. You have to watch the other two before. You that at first. least need to watch uh, Rogue Nation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just because it's a direct sequel. It's the yeah. only time in that franchise where it matters. Yeah. yeah. So it's then it weird. became like a Lord of the Rings thing. Where I'm like, well, I got to dedicate a whole day to Mission Impossible. <laughs> Fuck. So I didn't end up doing it. Yeah. So, yes, mm-hmm. that won't be on my list. Okay. So I'll probably like three months from now, I'll be like. Holy you shit, guys! This <laughs> impossible fallout. Which, by the way, I bought. Uh, it was already already twelve bucks on iTunes for a four K copy. So I was like, done. Yeah, <laughs> like, I got it when it was nine ninety nine. Like that was the fastest I've ever bought anything. Yep. It was just like, yeah, done. I got it on the nine ninety nine. Okay, myself. nice, very, very well so, done. Yeah, but anyway, there you go. I had nineteen. Nineteen. 19. Okay. okay, including four BF cast movies. Um, and I had fifty four, including four BF cast movies. Nice. So, well, I had seventy. Yeah. Show off. 70, 30 of which were in the past two weeks. Yes. We know who is non-essential at their job now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Chuck. I, I had a lot of time at home, actually. And I was going to say, I marathoned a lot. Only of one of those was at work. Yeah. And that was on Monday when it was really dead. You know, I was being, not able to watch Being it. New Year's Eve in case you're time warping. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I watched a popcorn-ass yeah. movie at work because yeah. I figured it was safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because see, that's the thing with me. I, if I do have time at work, I don't want to watch something I really have to focus on because right. interruptions. Right. So, like, none, none, nothing in my top ten I watched Mm-mm. at work. It was all either in theatres or I believe yeah on the couch. Yeah. Yep. All right. So you oh, want to? What? what? Mine was Oop. twenty. What? It was twenty. Why? I forgot to add last night's to Letterbox. Oh. Oh. Yep. Way to go. Yep. Good job. Couldn't go that too lastly on this. One more. The, the yeah. average goes up per week. Yeah. So anyway, actually, I, I actually want to say mine's probably a little tiny bit higher than that because Letterbox does a weird thing where if it played a fucking oh, festival, yeah, yeah like, like like Phantom Thread or something. Yeah. Like well, that. like Annihilation Guarantee yeah. probably has a 2017 date. Well, uh, like uh, you are not really here. Mm-hmm. Played some some festivals, but it's a 2018 movie right. and it didn't count on my list. Uh, but I did see it. I wish I hadn't. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, and again, this Spoilers. is this is like. This is combing through lists and trying yeah. to, you know, so it could be higher or lower. We sure. don't know. But yeah, that you know, those are our impressive numbers. Yeah. I think we did better this year than in years past. Yeah. I just wanted an average movie a week is all I was yeah. shooting for. I did better than I thought I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really buckled down. <laughs> <laughs> for you, the fans. For me. For me, I buckled the fuck down. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I guess honorable mention time. Go for it. I'll just, I'll just knock it out. Um... I don't know what I if I want to say anything about any of these or just make a list and I, I recently talked about Hearts Beat Loud that made my honorable mentions list. That's okay. just a cute as hell movie that just so so few movies these days like leave you with a warm and fuzzy feeling. Mm-hmm. Like they they all have to have like some weird edgy ending or something or it's just like well here you know walk out of the theater with some ennui. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, not this one. It was just like yeah, okay, this is great. Um, another one. It it this was probably the one. I don't know. All these were arguably going to enter in the top five, but Annihilation, that that's un, sadly only in my honorable mentions. Um, it's a hell of a movie. It's not Ex Machina. Uh, like Ex Machina, when I finished that, it was just like, holy shit, this movie. This one's like, holy shit, this movie. I also don't understand it. I think I need to watch it three more times before I can like say I like it like it, mm-hmm. but it's it's a hell of a thing still. Um, 
feel like a lot of these are recent, but uh, Into the Spider-Verse doesn't quite crack my top five, and I know that's probably going to make some people very sad, but what? it's wow. it's really good. It's just not in my top five, because my top five is re- really, really good. <laughs> um, and if you weren't sick of hearing about it already, uh, I got to put Bumblebee in my honorable mentions. That's a hell of a movie. Like I, I, I just, I'm shocked. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally shocked, but we just talked at great length about that. So, mm-hmm. um, And finally, just because, just by process of elimination, Black Panther. It's a damn good movie. It's not in my top five. You know, sorry, Marvel. You didn't. You can't buy your way in the top five always, except maybe you did. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> they had a lot of chances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's 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 it. Okay. Um, I, I, I could, I, I, you know what, I'm going to, it's one I crammed recently, and we're not... Well, I have a feeling we might be talking about it at some point because I think you it might have made somewhere in your list. Okay, I would throw uh, Black Klansman in there too. Okay, that's a hell of a movie. Um, that I mean, especially for I, I don't think I dislike Spike Lee as much as some people. I've said my piece on Do the Right Thing. Who like me? Yeah. Well, I've said my piece on Do the Right <laughs> Thing. Like I just I think like in hindsight that's not a good movie. Like, you know, I think he's got, I'm just saying he's gotten better. He's gotten much, much better at mm-hmm. filmmaking over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Black Clansman is a, is a hell of a thing. Um, but yeah, that's about the only thing in my recent, uh, cram session that I think earns a spot anywhere okay. on either of those lists. Okay. Should I go? Yeah, yeah go ahead. This way? Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So I basically had a top 10. So six through 10 are my honorable mentions. Um, so two of these we already talked about. Solo, a Star Wars story. I talked about before that that's just that's a prequel i don't like prequels but it's really good like i didn't know i wanted this movie like i was actively like i don't want this movie and then it was pretty good anyway um and considering all the behind the scenes turmoil that movie had it has no Mm. right to be as good as it is yeah just it's impossibly good if that makes sense um and then sorry to bother you which i think i've said man, give me more time to process that. And it could go way up my list, like in terms of like could go up on a list of like movies of the decade right now. I'm not there yet, but it is still a, a damn amazing movie and it's on Hulu and you should go watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then there are three I haven't talked about. Uh, Annihilation is one. Um, that is a total mind fuck of a movie where it's just like, I mean, I get what's happening, but also I don't. <laughs> you know, it's like my brain is kind of following it, but there's another layer going on here that I'm not quite sure if it even is supposed to have any meaning. Right. Um, is it kind of a 2001 thing? A little bit. This is good. That's going to be on my list of fuck. I wanted to watch this at some point this year and never did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it does. That's what have I've that heard by people of... is it's just like by the end, you're like, you got to interpret this for yourself. A little bit. It's not that vague. I think mm-hmm. you can come away from it feeling pretty good and not having to, you know, read some fucking dissertations about what yeah. the thing was actually. But it's, I mean, it's out there mm-hmm. in terms of like, the, I don't know. There's certainly a lot of things that you have to put together for yourself. Okay. Um, I like those kinds of movies. But it is it is a gorgeous movie. Um, it's really impressive to look at. And it's just entertaining as hell. And it's just another one of those low-key alien invasion maybe kind of things where it's like it's it's not we stopped making independence day and just started making these art house alien movies and those continue to be interesting somehow like the like the real deep Mm sci-fi like okay there's some ideas here this is more than just your usual you know bugs are here um yeah you gotta fight (laughs) 
Uh, also, I I don't think any of us talked about this. Did you see Hereditary, Harlow? Uh, no. Okay. Hereditary. Holy shit. That is a thing. So everything on my, everything on my list, uh, all 10 of these, were movies that will stick with me, and they're not just like, eh, it was fine, and then, you know, a day later, I'm not really thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Hereditary is a movie that when that movie ends, you just sit there silently, silently throughout the credits, and then the credits end, and you're like, the fuck did I just watch? And... It, it spawns conversation, it spawns debate, it spawns just, like, you want to find other people who have experienced it and been like, what the, What was that? What the hell? Like, man, what? Um, and Tony Collette, holy shit, if she's not up for all the awards, she needs to be up for all the awards. Like, she makes other seasoned actors in that film look bad through no fault of their own. It's just that she's on another level. It's It's unbelievable. Uh, and then A Quiet Place. Um, I was kind of hesitant to watch that, not because you recommended it and I was pushing back or anything on it, but I was just afraid like it wasn't going to be my thing. Um, it totally is. It's, it's a, conceptually, it's very interesting. I think in its execution, one of the things that kept me from keeping it in my top five was that I had like a million problems with the logistics of that movie in terms of like, I don't believe you've done enough to prevent noise in your daily life. Like you've gone to great lengths to stop noise in your daily life. But I think there's, and then a, you had children. Well, there's that there's some obvious things, but there's just rickety ass shit all over the place. And you've got a bunch of kids and they're probably no doubt running around and could knock shit over. And they do. I mean, things happen in this movie where that does happen, but it just like every set dressings room that you look at has a million things in it in it that would just if gravity took over they'd all be dead it just doesn't seem like they really put a lot of thought into what they were doing i can't wait for you to get to bird box oh good (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying like if if that if if what happened in a quiet place broke your brain wait till you well it did i mean not enough to where i didn't sit there and go this is an amazing movie it was just like i would just see things in the background and be like that's dumb you you gotta i i was i was so into it i was putting myself into it basically just be like you've got to do more (laughs) you've got to safeguard yourself Mm -hmm. more but uh i know people look at jack ryan and say they can't see anybody but jim halpert as that character i didn't see him as the dude from the office in this at all it it's he's able to break out of that character some people thought oh it's never going to happen but i i think i think this is great that's my honorable mentions. Okay. Here's mine. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, Rampage. Uh-huh. That movie is exactly what it advertised itself as. And my greatest regret about Rampage is we did not see it in D-Box. D-Box. Because I saw a movie that will not be making the list, Jurassic World. I believe that's Dwayne the Box Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Well played. D-Box Johnson. Yeah. There we go. Um, yeah, but like I saw Jurassic World 2 in D-Box and I was like, eh, I wish I had watched Rampage in D-Box because D-Box will be gone in a few years yeah. and it'll, it won't be a big loss. But anyway, yeah, that movie's fun and that movie's exactly what it says it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Uh, same with Deadpool 2. I actually, I like the first one better because this one is much more of a, it's almost like a greatest hits type thing. It's like, Remember what we did last time? We're doing it again. Mm-hmm. But they still throw enough twists and little things in there to keep it interesting. And the post-credits teaser is one of the better ones out of any of those types of movies. 
Yeah. Um, did you ever? Did you just see the theatrical one? Yeah, I saw oh, it in the okay. theater. All right. Why? <laughs> was the <laughs> the, yeah. uh, the the that se- sequence goes on a bit longer in the in the uh, super duper cut R rated whatever extra R rated one? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some other things happened that weren't in the theatrical version. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ocean's Eight. I really enjoyed that movie. I could pick it to death. I don't remember a ton about it now. I'm not like, man, I need to get a copy of Ocean's 8. But I had a really good time in the theater, and I was really pleased with where they went with it. And I like that it kind of... It's strange, but it picked up after the heist ended and got way more interesting once James Corden shows up. And it's suddenly like that movie gains a lot of life and energy, and that went a long way towards you know me enjoying it more by the end of it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I... I wanted a fun heist movie and I got it. You know, it's much like the other ones where it's just like, you're going to have a good time and that's about it. And like I said, like kind of like Rampage. It's like, all right, this this works for me. Yeah. So I bet that one's fun in D-Box. <laughs> mm. I'm kidding. Mm. It totally wouldn't be at all. Mm. Just people walking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it shakes every time that lady from Bird Box shows up oh, in it. I don't know. Yeah. The lady from Bird Box. Yeah. Oh, you mean Michael <laughs> Jackson? Yeah, she looked like MJ. Yeah. Yeah. My future ex-wife, Sandy Bullock, love of my life. Oh, I love that Twitter. lady from Bird Box. <laughs> I love Twitter so much. Um, yeah, last one is uh, Isle of Dogs. Hmm. It's not Isle top tier. Too. Not top tier Wes Anderson, but even middle tier Wes Anderson is really good for me, and I'm still on board with all of his bullshit. You know, I don't mind him being back on it. Your bullshit. I'm here for it. Yeah. Wes, just just keep your bullshit up. I and I will keep watching. I am Wes Anderson being on his bullshit is why I see Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. Yeah. You want That's him on his bullshit. That's my kind of bullshit. Yeah. yeah. If he gets off his bullshit, then yeah. what then, is it? Yeah. It's it's yeah. boring. Like Wes Anderson's Mission Impossible? No, thank you. No. I would like to see... Wes Anderson trying like his version of a of a Mission Impossible like a, a heist, oh, a spy he, thing. I would watch Tom Cruise running symmetrically at the camera. But no, I don't want Tom Cruise. I don't want it to actually be like a super like intense spy thriller action movie. I just want him doing a Mission Impossible. Okay. I think it I think it would just be them like flipping open a kid's book and sketching in it and then like yeah. throwing a compass down on the table and yeah. Right. Yeah, that'd be good. And the airplane like you know, somebody would be hanging off of an airplane symmetrically somehow. Yeah. One person off each side or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Hmm. Okay. There's my honorable mentions. I am going to cheat with my honorable mentions a little bit. And instead of them being honorable mentions, I'm going to do kind of special mentions. Oh. Um, mm. Special. Because numbers 6 through 16 kind of all are in a pile below the top five for me. Okay. Uh, for the most part. So a couple special mentions. Um, the hurricane heist for leaning the fuck in. <laughs> yeah. That's a fine special mention. And doing exactly. Yeah. Speaking of movies that know exactly what they're doing. Right. Yeah. The hurricane heist knows what it's about. Yeah. That's it's, another 2018 movie. It's willing mm-hmm. to do some dumb shit. Yeah. So good job. The hurricane heist. <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, an enjoyable bad movie. <laughs> right. One to five jocks. Uh-huh. Um, special mention to Bohemian Rhapsody for having 
the incredible ability to find somebody who looks more like Brian May than Brian May actually looks <laughs> um, in that guy, whatever his name is. And they did a pretty good job casting casting Rami Malek as well. Um, I also quite like Bohemian Rhapsody. It's up there on top of the pile below the other five. Um, special mention to Mary Poppins for, uh, which I saw just this past weekend, uh, for being better than I expected it to be, sort of in spite of being a requel, I guess, a reboot sequel. Okay. It is the tryhardingest film, well, movie, I guess, uh, that I've <laughs> that I think I've ever seen. They are they really go for it. They really try to be as Mary fucking Poppins as possible. And <laughs> Oi, Mary fucking Poppins, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh man. Yeah. Um, it was that. <laughs> just about. Uh but yeah, they they really try really really hard in 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 mary poppins the second coming uh or whatever it's called <laughs> mary poppins returns <laughs> yeah. no i've seen that other one it's yeah, not that's, you think yeah. it is. it's a different thing um, free poppin <laughs> <laughs> i have it as mary poppin too oh. um, uh-huh. yeah hell's a poppin hell's a poppin <laughs> but poppin and locking they try so very very hard but they kind of force awakens themselves oh. in the end it's it's not exceedingly specific, but they are hitting, this is a Mary Poppins beat, here and here and here and here and here. Um, but if they took the original Mary Poppins out of the universe and out of our collective minds, I think everybody would really, really enjoy it. So it gets a special mention for a couple of those things. And and that's it. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's it for my special mentions. Yeah. I thought I had another one, but... I was I was incorrect. Hmm. So can I give some dishonorable mentions real quick? Yeah. I would love to hear that. I because I, I think ours are exactly the yep. same. <laughs> I'm just gonna say my three biggest disappointments of the year. Mm-hmm. The Predator. Yep. I've said enough about it. I know Chuck, you kind of said some similar stuff when you watched it. How did they fuck it up? And yet they fucked it up. Hard. Yeah. And and that's it, it still angers me. But I just <sighs> wanted to say how much it angers me one more time. <laughs> Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Um, yeah. Which you saw in D-Box. I saw it in D-Box. Yeah, D-box. it was it was a pretty interesting D-Box experience going through that house for an hour and a half, <laughs> sitting around in a mansion for an hour and a half. Again, like, how'd you fuck that up? Like, like, who in the script process was like, you know what? Let's just set the whole second half with a dinosaur auction in a mansion. And some clone kid that nobody cares about. <laughs> oh, shit. Spoilers. Sorry. Yeah. We can beep that out. Yep. And lastly, uh, Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. A movie that gets worse the more I think about it every single time and gets me more and more angry every time I think about it. Like, I understand how letterbox reviews end up like of like certain movies that were like, it's fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like how some letterbox reviews are like, no, this is a crime against cinema. Like, now I can sympathize with those people because that's how I feel about that movie every time I think about it. And the more I think about it, I'm like, man, fuck you guys for making that. Fuck you. <laughs> and now I can never mention that movie again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if I could just pile on that real yeah. quick, because like my five most disappointing things of the year are mm-hmm. a new Spielberg movie, a new Jurassic World movie, a new Predator movie, 
a new Halloween movie, which was mediocre as fuck. And then a movie where everyone was like, Nick Cage is back. And I'm like, no, that movie sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, I watched Halloween and I watched Mandy and man was just like, I, I have I have a feeling some people just buy into hype and are just like, man, this is the greatest. I'm like, it's not the greatest. Um, yeah, those two, like those five things. T- if you told me 10 years ago that I would not like those five things, I would punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Well, think about it. Like if you told me. A new Alien movie by Ridley Scott mm. and a new Predator movie by Shane Black would yeah. be the two biggest disappointments of your past couple years. Yeah. I would have been like, nah, shut the fuck up. You're stupid. <laughs> no, I'm stupid for watching them yeah, well, and owning them. We had to know. Because I have to fucking own all of them. I'm, I'm just piling on with Mandy. That's all I got. That's the only thing that actively made me angry, which is unusual Yeah, for a whole year. Like, I'm just looking at my list. I'm like... Yeah, fine, 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 mediocre, fine, mediocre, you know, but like Mandy's the only thing where it's like, fuck that movie to death. That's the only thing on my list. Yeah. Man, we'll, we'll talk about, I, I have some more words to say about Mandy okay. next week, but uh, yeah. yeah, just what a shame. But it, anyway. It almost makes me want to watch it. No. Just no, so I can just pile on. I really don't. You, There's better things to watch. Watch all I the know. good things and then watch that. Yeah. I, I, I could find you five other direct-to-video Nicolas Cage movies that you would like more than that. Yeah, this is true. So I can name you twenty other movies on my list that are yeah. <laughs> all of the other movies. However many you saw that I have more of, <laughs> I would I would recommend those. That's nice. Yeah. Um. So we're starting into the top five. So we're just going to do one and go around, I guess. Well, we should do five. And well, go I mean, number five. <laughs> go <laughs> count it down. <sighs> we need BJ's yeah announcement with warm up reverb pipes. and echo and all that. And now, ladies and gentlemen. The 2018 Golden Jocks. All right. That was a little, was a little Jack Palance there. <laughs> you, These are our number one. My number top five. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So number five. Number five. Number five. Um, so I lied. Marvel did, by the way, in the top five. Uh-oh. Avengers Infinity War. What? Hey. Yeah, I don't know. Have you heard of this movie? What's uh, about it? Yeah. So it's pretty good. It's a snappy little picture. <laughs> it's no. nice that you can talk like now we can just talk about that movie and like not be like, hey, listen, spoilers. Well, no, it's, it's like because like, so fuck- literally the world has seen that movie. Yeah, I think Actually, my parents have seen that movie somehow and they don't watch movies. Somebody today just said, hey, I watched Infinity War of the Week and I was like, oh, you were the one. <laughs> I, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Walt. Oh, no, no, Walt, no, 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 no. This was someone at work. But oh, yeah, okay. Okay, maybe well, yeah, the but two. Walt told us that the other night. He's like, yeah, we saw it this week. I'm yeah. like. So did you already know it? This week? like <laughs> some people wait for this shit to show up on Netflix, and it just showed up on Netflix. It so. did just show up. Yeah, yeah. so it's just it's amazing to me. It. Like, yeah. like I, I wouldn't be able to handle doing that. Yeah. Like, like waiting that long and be, basically being on Twitter and being like, I don't get half of these jokes, but now I guess I know everything that happens in Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. You, if you didn't watch that movie the week it came out, you were spoiled. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Pretty much. Nobody tried to fucking hide spoilers on. Yeah. No. I just. I don't even know. I don't. I think at this point, like, out of all of my top five, I have nothing to add to that. It's like, you've seen it. It's mm-hmm. pretty fucking good. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, like, I mean, unless you just hate Marvel movies, but I mean, it, you know, it's, it's a fucking, it's a giant culmination of shit and it somehow works. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, there's no reason why that many characters in a movie should work, but it does. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. It's, it makes my top five. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I, I have nothing to add to that. It's like you've seen fucking Infinity Ward. If you haven't, you're probably not going to at this point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so on that note, uh, my number five is Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, I've said my piece about that movie. All I will say is that you need to see it on the biggest screen possible, and it is a stupid amount of fun. It is, I think, of everything on my list, the best pure action movie. Just like it's convoluted and it's got a bunch of espionage shit in it, and you you just kind of have to go cross-eyed and go, uh uh-huh, bad guy, okay, whatever. But they're just, they have no right to be as well made as they are continue to be like I'm waiting for the one that's like a bargain basement piece of shit Mission Impossible mm-hmm. movie and they don't they don't make those I don't think Tom will let that happen apparently not so he has to die making an action movie I'll keep watching until he does <laughs> Mission Impossible snuff <laughs> snuff so snuff <laughs> we've had a snuff the world is not a snuff <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's my number five. Okay. All right. So I cheated a little bit. Oh, uh oh. Uh oh. I remember I did this and everyone just was going to murder me. Is it Pompeii? My number five <laughs> is Infinity War and Black Panther. Oh, wow. Oh. Huh. Hmm. Which well, I was are just both... Man and the Wasp in there too. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh. Okay. And 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 really like just Marvel twenty eighteen. That's my <laughs> well, that's my kinda, number five. Yeah. It, like that's the thing, is like they're my shit. Like like they keep making stuff that I'm like, all right, I'm in. And and Infinity War, like you said, like that they pulled that off. Like that that movie is that coherent. Mm-hmm. And I saw it twice in the theater because I saw it solo, and then solo uh, saw it by myself. <laughs> and then Jen was like, "I want to see it," and so I went with her. And even the second time, like that movie flies by. Like, it really like it's does. amazing yeah. that it's that long, and it's just like, "Wow, we're." I was like, "Oh shit, we're at the end." Yeah. But like I did watching it again, I was like, "Man, how do we get here this fast already?" And yeah, and pulling it off and. Black Panther is just, it's really solid. I mean, like, there's, I, I i almost feel like it being as popular as it was has hurt it because a lot of people are like, you know, there's become like that kind of hipsterish, oh, yeah, well, you know, Black Panther, it's actually not that good. You know, like, Letterbox is just like rife with hipsters being like, yeah, well, you know. It was a running joke in this season of South Park. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Like, but oh, God, that explains Black it. Panther's not very good. Yeah. It's like shut up, Trey Parker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but I mean that that movie's great. That movie's terrific, and that movie is like, you know, I hate to put it this way, but it's kind of a triumph for representation. Where it's like, okay, you made a billion dollar fucking movie that has like two white people in it. That's kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. One of them's a bad guy. Yeah, <gasps> at least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and that I've I've seen that one twice, and it is terrific both times. And full, just chock full of charming characters. Mm-hmm. Both movies. I think that's the thing. Is like Blink. there are very few characters in either of those movies that I'm not that don't have some form of charisma. That I'm like, yeah, you, you're cool. Like, <laughs> I may not like you, but you're cool. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, there you go. I, I cheated. That's an okay. Cheat, but they're tied for my number five. I did not cheat, but once again, Marvel buys its way into the top five. Um, my number five is also Infinity War. Mm. Uh, I. I can't say anything more. You know what Infinity War is. It's good. It works. I'm excited for the next one. Yeah. It's and a great season finale. Yeah. Mar- like, I'm continually amazed at Marvel's ability to not fuck up these movies. We've had like 70 of these Avengers world movies, and only a couple of them have been mediocre. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the the track record is insane. I don't know that 
this will never be matched again. Even if they crash and burn and make the make five of the worst movies ever made for the next five movies, it will still stand as an incredible triumph what they've done with this series of movies. Every time I think of the breadth of it and the fact that we are this far along and the movies are still this good and they work, the mind boggles. The mind absolutely fucking boggles. Phase four. We've got directors like Mick G, Brett Ratner, (laughs) Tyler Perry. (laughs) Tyler Perry's Black Panther 2. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I I don't know that (laughs) I cannot say that I remember having seen a Tyler Perry movie. However, I'd be surprised if he would be allowed to fuck it up. Oh, I know. If he's directing it. Like, like, even if if he's directing a movie, Mm -hmm. a, a new Marvel movie, they would make sure that it, somebody would step in and make sure that it is of appropriate quality. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's still ways to fuck it up, like, you know, let Kevin Smith direct one. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, on to number four. Yes, yes. Little Quattro. Okay. Uh, sorry to bother you. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. That, is, that is a hell of a movie. I mean... Yeah, I just my my mind is still comprehending it, and I saw it like many many moons ago. Mm-hmm. So, but that that is one hell of a thing, and I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. I feel like I should have more to say about these, but you know, I also feel like I talked at great length originally about them. Yeah, um, but that is a movie. Like, man, we I think we you talked about the movie Ken. Yes, last episode. Like the less the less you know about Sorry to Bother You, the better you are. Like just. Unless, like, the only thing I would say is, like, it might need to come with a warning. Like, if you're sensitive to weird shit, you're probably not going to like this movie, and you're going to be one of those people that gets up and walks out. But Yeah, but then someone's going to ask you, like, well, what kind of weird shit? And you'd be like, I can't even remotely yeah. mm-hmm. explain it to you. <laughs> right. I don't know. Just, like, if, if you have an open mind and, you know, you can accept a crazy movie that goes crazy places, it is great. It is, yeah. it is an epically insane movie. So... But yeah, it's it's my number four. It's it's damn good. Like I didn't know anything about it going into it, mm-hmm. and watching it, I was like, "Oh, this is just going to be an increasingly uncomfortable call center movie." And I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> that is it gets increasingly is, uncomfortable, right?" It but it's not just a call center movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, my number four is Black Klansman. Uh, that is one of the ones I watched just recently. One of the ones that kind of blew up my top five. I have been indifferent to Spike Lee over the years. There have been films that I have said that's good, but not a movie I'd necessarily like. Uh, And some movies where I'm just like, man, fuck you, Spike. That's garbage. But like this movie starts with a helicopter shot. And I literally sat there and was like, holy shit, Spike Lee's making a real movie here. (laughs) It's a helicopter establishing (laughs) shot. Holy shit. So I was mostly proud of him seeming to graduate from his film school-esque style that seems to infect all of his movies uh there's some of that still here unfortunately there's some scenes that go on far too long with his weird film studies bullshit type style but god this movie this movie's funny and it shouldn't be uh i mean it's purposely funny Mm -hmm. uh the jokes in it work you don't expect jokes going into it because of the subject matter um but it it's it's a remarkable movie and I have to feel like there are, there there are actors in this film who so commit to their characters 
insane levels of racism that I have a feeling that after every time someone's had cut, they had to just apologize profusely for just spewing all that out. Like, mm-hmm. even though it's written and everyone knows they're acting, if it was me, I would just constantly be going, I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> I don't want to be saying these things. I understand we're making a movie, but holy shit. Yeah. Um, Put yourself it's in the in- script. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Put yourself through an in- intensive therapy program after you finish yeah. to cleanse those words from your mouth. Also, how amazing is it that like all all the good Spike Lee now, mostly, mm-hmm. is stars Denzel Washington or his kid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this I mean, this uh, one had a lot of weird, like, uh, famous Spike Lee character or, or actors, their brother or their child, like, because it's Denzel Washington's kid and Steve Buscemi's brother and John Turturro's brother. Um, it's just a weird, like side project offshoot not we don't quite have the dna strands for denzel so here's his kid steve buscemi was busy so here's his weird brother you know it's, it's just this it's like those delta force movies where everyone quit and it was just like chuck norris's brother hmm. and, yeah. and stuff shit like that um i gotta say that like denzel's kid looks very much like him in this yeah. movie like yeah more so because like i've seen him on ballers, ballers and, yeah. and like it, it never clicked with me if like if this was the first place i'd seen him yeah like besides like when I finally put it together and I saw his name, I was like, holy shit, wait, okay. Yeah. yeah. But like, if I'd seen him first in this, I'd be like, oh, that's Denzel's kid. Obviously. Yeah. Like, so obviously. Yeah. Um, the, the last thing I'll say about Black Klansman is that the soundtrack is amazing. Not just the, the songs that they use on the soundtrack, which are great, but it has an actual score and an actual theme, which is fucking rare in movies these days. Mm-hmm. There's an actual repeating theme throughout this whenever there's like action or, you know, suspense moments or something like that that keeps playing and it's great like i once it once it repeated like for the second time i was like oh a theme in a movie that's great i love this and that just added to you know my enjoyment of it cuz it's really good so yeah everyone should see black clansman it's it's something else <laughs> all right my number 4 solo a star wars story mm-hmm. i was not expecting much going in because of all the issues and this <sighs> This is just a pure Star Wars movie. Like, it is that space adventure. Oh, we're going here, and then we're going to end up here, and then we're going to end up here, and we're just going to collect characters along the way, and it's going to be breezy and fun, and it was everything I wanted. Like, and and very, very little of what I didn't or that I had issues with. Mm-hmm. And I'm just amazed it happened, you know? Like, like, that it actually came together that way, and that I cared about a Han Solo prequel story, because... You know, it's like, I shouldn't, right? <laughs> you know, like, you don't want to take away too much mystery from that character. Yeah. And I feel like it leaves enough room for like, okay, there's a lot of other shit that that happens between here and when you actually first see him in the in the, the real movies. Yeah, um, it's not like this is formulating who you see in mm-hmm. Star Wars. It's like, here are the seeds of it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, he's still kind of happy-go-lucky in this. He's not grumpy Harrison Ford yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like the movie's trying to get him to grumpy Harrison Ford levels. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not one of those that's like, all right. And here he is walking into the cantina on Tatooine at the very end. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. like most prequels would have to fucking be. Yeah. So at least it doesn't pull any of that shit. I I mean, if I have any disappointment about it, it's that like Lando was not like Lando visually in that movie looks better than Lando as the character is. And which is which is a weird thing to say because everyone like saw the preview was like i want a fucking lando movie you know and it's like yeah but this like he he comes off as a very different character to me 
than the one that shows up in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. I felt. But but no, I mean, it's just a super fun space adventure with a lot of twists and turns and it kind of partial heist movie for mm-hmm. a bit of it and just like just everything I wanted. It's really great and it's a lot of fun and all the man babies that are bitching about Star Wars can shut the fuck up because they actually gave you a movie you wanted and of course you were like, no, we're not going to see it because some chick who runs it now ruined Star Wars. Duh. <laughs> they were the mad at the Reddit movie thread. before that, before yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So they didn't see this. Oh, fucking nerds. I hate you all. Yep. <laughs> As we've said about so many things, the fan base of, of everything sucks. Yes. The thing may be good. The fan base is trash. And yes. I feel like Solo got a disservice by having the fan base that showed up after Last Jedi. I agree. Or anti-fan base, whatever you want to fucking call it. Yeah. But yeah, it's my number four. Cool. You should watch it. I I will. It might end up on my revised list yeah. <laughs> uh, sometime next year. But um, y'all remember when I said that Y'all remember when I said that uh, I, I like when Wes Anderson is on his bullshit? Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. He's on his bullshit in Isle of Dogs, <laughs> my number four movie. Um, I don't know what more I can say about Like, I think everybody knows uh, all the shit about Isle of Dogs. It's super cute. It's heartwarming. It looks great. Like, the, the animation style for that is just fantastic. I love the way they use language in it. Um, I love the way Wes Anderson uses literally everything most of the time. Um, and it's just a, it's a really good little cute dog movie. I like dogs. I love dogs. Mm-hmm. I love dogs. My, my number four. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't have much more to yeah. say about it. And I, right. I don't want to waste anyone's time. Okay. We're on to number three, right? Number three. Number three. Yes. Number three. So this is probably going to come as a little bit of a shock considering how much I've referenced it since I saw it. What? But this is just to tell you how strong my top three is and how hard this was to put them in an order. Okay. My number three is Upgrade. Wow. Upgrade. Yeah. Um, Upgrade is just a solid movie. Like it's not, it's not balls out amazing. It's just, it's amazing when you like look at the budget and the fact that it came together and that it works. And how much did they make that movie for? Like eighteen dollars? Uh, five. They million? say they say less than somewhere between two and five million dollars. Oh. Yeah. Like I don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like like if it had been a studio, I don't know how they would have even designed the car with a five million dollar budget. Yeah. Right. You know. Like it just like like all of the stuff in it. It's it just it it blows my mind that it it Latvian special effects are cheap. I guess. Sure. Yeah. But no, I mean, upgrades amazing. I think everyone should see it. I. I hope that I haven't talked about it too much and that we're not going to talk about it too much because it's one of those movies going in. I was like, I don't know what this is about. Let's watch this. And man, I was so much better for it. Cause like 45 minutes in, I was like, Oh shit. I had no idea what this kind of movie is. And then it's like, or maybe, maybe more like 20, 30 minutes. But then like when it takes its turn, it was like, Oh shit. It's this kind of movie. Like, and I, I, I just love movies where I don't know where they're going and still like where they go. And like I said, I didn't, love the ending so maybe that knocked it down a spot or two i mean i don't have a problem with the ending it's not like dark city where it's like fuck that movie for the ending you know but it's just it's not it's not the ending i would have done i don't think so but it's still number three it's still a Mm -hmm. quality motion picture and it's probably going to get discussed more so i'll shut up (laughs) okay uh well my number three uh marvel paid me a lot 
Oh, yeah? Yeah, because it's number three. Uh, Avengers Infinity War. Nice. How much did you get for putting that as your number three? I can't say. Hmm. Okay. Um, is it Infinity? Man. Yeah. That's surprising considering how much you hated the first Avengers. Yeah. Why did <laughs> you, right. you hate the first I, Avengers so I much, I had Chuck? a qualm with the first <laughs> Avengers. Yeah, you hated it. A qualm. Um, so we've talked of Infinity War to death. All I will say is it has the year's most fist-pumping fuck yeah moment in it. Um, yeah. And that... I mean, there, there's a lot of good in Infinity War, but that is just like, if I had not been with my wife in the theater, I would have stood up <laughs> in the theater and just went, woo! <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so being married kept me in my seat, <laughs> but I didn't ah. want to be. I wanted to stand up and go, woo! <laughs> Thor! Yeah, it's try, amazing. Try it sometime. Just, just see like, what she does. You might be like, yeah, I was going to do that too, but okay. you know, it might be like true. Gift of the Magi. It, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> in in thinking about like the yeah. Marvel movies in general, like if it's amazing to me that Captain America and Thor are my two like I I I keep having trouble choosing between which one I like more. Mm-hmm. If you had told comic book me that fifteen years ago that like listen you're gonna love Captain America and Thor, I'd been like you shut the fuck up. Oh come on, shut Com- the fuck. Comic up. book you fifteen years ago had the ultimate, so you should have been starting to head towards that. Yeah, but that Captain America is like an asshole, and that Thor is just oh. weird. Like they're he's, both he's, awesome. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that Captain America is like fascist Captain America in in the Ultimates. No, mm. I don't buy it. No, I, I like. I, no, he's kind of a shithead in that one to the correct people, but he's still a shithead. But uh, like. I don't know. There, there's just a a joy and a purity to to uh, movie Captain America that yeah appeals to me. Yeah, greatly. Yeah, that sweet beard. Yeah, yeah. And then Thor just gets like every fuck yes moment. Mm-hmm. I was gonna they, say they've been giving him every fuck yes moment for like the past five years. Well, because he had the two quote unquote wet farts of Marvel movies. Like yeah, hard mm-hmm. hard to disagree. Well, I mean, except for Dark World, but yeah, that's the, the second one is pretty much regarded by everyone as yeah. the least of the Marvel movies. Yeah. Thor the first is fine, yeah, which yeah. is a wet fart for a Marvel movie because of the standard that I have, you know, mm-hmm. the standard that they have created. Yeah. It's it's not it's not a bad movie. It's I, it's fine. See, I, I mean, know it's, you. It's, I know it's you way like high up on me for me. Like to me, it's Incredible Hulk and Thor the Dark World. Those those are the wet oh, farts. Yeah, Incredible yeah. Hulk. Okay, three yeah. wet farts. Um, but then Thor goes and gets the two ass kickingest moments <laughs> in two in Ragnarok and then Infinity War. Yeah, mm-hmm. like fuck yeah, Chris Hemsworth put in his time to get those moments. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Go ahead and do your number three, so I can start spending my Marvel money. Oh, <laughs> uh, my number three is Bumblebee. Listen to the first Ooh. half. It's it it's great. Wow, I'm. It it is it, for BJ who wasn't here. I'll just say it was it was everything I wanted in a Transformers movie, and it gave the humans a reason to be in the movie, and that's the biggest plus. Ooh. Plus, hey, guess what? When you uh, color code your your characters and make them not a jumble of fucking disgusting lines that you can't even tell what the fuck they are. So is Bumblebee like a big yellow car thing? Yes. Cool. I mean, it's a. You can tell that it's Bumblebee. Yeah, they're redesigns, but they they very clearly show what vehicle they are. Like oh, when the bad yeah. guys are walking around, you see helicopter blades hanging off the back of one of them, and mm-hmm. like jet wings, and just like you're like, all right, I know what that's going to turn into. 
instead of like as opposed to like garbage hey, metal. Yeah, there's a jumble of tribal tattoos that is suddenly <laughs> a a Dodge Charger. Okay, you know, which yeah. to be fair is kind of the tribal tattoo of cars. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there, to be there's fair. a reason I mentioned yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, it's Bumblebee's great. Yes, listen to the first half. You want to know more? Uh, real quick, if if I can ask you, yeah, is Optimus Prime in? He is in the movie. He is in the movie. Does he look like a truck when he's in like? humanoid bipedal form have you yes. seen optimus prime yes like real optimus prime yeah yes he looks okay like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah cool good job that's yep. now my favorite transformers yeah. movie and it's not a spoiler you literally see him in the first 30 seconds yeah. like the first 30 yeah. seconds is putting all your fears at ease where it's like look at all the transformers you recognize and it's like <laughs> oh <Nice>. okay yeah <laughs> cool yeah well, look, I'm, look at this cassette ejecting out of sound wave mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. i'm very happy for people who really like transformers um I feel like it is perhaps an upgrade to <laughs> all the other previous Transformers movies. Speaking of upgrades, number three. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> upgrade. Oh, okay. I didn't oh, know I where that was no, going. No, I where that was going. Have you seen motherfucking Upgrade, y'all? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just talked about. It. <laughs> all right, uh, that was a that was a royal y'all. Oh, not, oh, not oh. just y'all, but okay. all y'all. Have all y'all seen Upgrade? You should see Upgrade. Upgrade is fantastic. I, I think I talked about last time. We mentioned the budget, and I can't believe that you could make a movie like that for five million dollars or less, perhaps. Um, other than buying your Tom Hardys at the dollar store, um, there's a movie that didn't make my honorable special mentions uh, called Venom, which has the regular Tom Hardy in it. And Discount Tom Hardy and Upgrade is way better than Venom actual top shelf top Tom Hardy. Mm -hmm. So get your better Tom Hardy at the Upgrade store um, or something. I don't know. I was, that was. Come in today and get your Tom Hardly for free. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Upgrade from Tom Hardy to Tom Hardly Mm -hmm. for a new low price. Anyway, Upgrade is fantastic. Um, I don't really, I don't think I have the problems with the ending that you do, even though it's not a problem with the ending. Um, I just, I think it's fantastic. I, I know it's already gotten a lot of, um, a lot of notice from film Twitter folks. Mm -hmm. Um, But at some point, the rest of everybody is going to catch on to Upgrade and it will be one of those, holy crap, how did we not see this? It's when it hits Netflix. Movie. Yeah. Because I don't think it's hit Netflix at any point yet. So once once that happens, that's when it's going to be like, yep. you know, yeah, it needs your to be uncle's going to be like, hey, man, it needs to be a free I saw this on movie on services. Netflix called Upgrade. Yeah. Once it goes yeah. on Prime or Netflix or something where people can go yeah. like, click. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hulu. Yeah. Hulu. Upgrade. It's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Number two. <gasps> two, two, number two. Do you want to know what's not a number two? Oh, I, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you're you're saying shit, it's please. not shit. Right, I'm saying it's not shit. I'm okay. saying that Chuck is wrong because mine is Mission Impossible Fallout. That movie is fucking amazing. That's what I said. Ah, but it wasn't high enough. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you hate Mission Impossible yeah. Fallout? I don't know. Chuck? I don't know because no. Avengers was so high this year. No, like, all right. <laughs> I I really love the Missions Impossible. Almost all of them except for two. Like, two is just That's bad. That's you're wrong. Two is just bad, Chuck. It's bad that is is a bad movie fun fun fun. watch it now it's bad (laughs) i even like the first mission impossible which i know is a 
kind of like my Thor thing. I'm alone on that island. You are. Um, but <laughs> holy shit, Fallout is the best Mission Impossible movie. I can easily say that. And I, that's saying that's someone who loves three, really, really loves four. Mm-hmm. Thought five was pretty good, and this one is like holy shit. Like so that's the sixth. Yeah, yeah. this is the Jesus. sixth one. Like I mean, I liked Rogue Nation. Like the the previous one. This one is like. Oh, okay. That's what Rogue Nation was missing. Like, because it is it's a direct continuation, and it's like something always felt slightly off about Rogue Nation about the pacing or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, because it was really a four-hour movie, and you just made half of it already. Because this movie is amazing. Um. Yeah. This is basically Rogue Nation two. Yeah. It is. It's so goddamn good. I saw it in the theater twice. That's it's that good. So, yeah. Follow. Fine. I'll watch it. Follow. It's so goddamn good. You should watch it. I'll watch it. Okay. I gotta yeah. watch the other two first. Yeah, you really should. Yeah. I should watch all six and report back. You don't have to. Like, if yeah. there's, I mean, other than like, if you, do you remember Ving Rhames was in the first one? Yes. That's all you need. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fact that Ving Rhames has stuck around this long is yeah. all you need to know. I remember Philip Seymour Hoffman's in the third one. Right. Also true. Yeah. And yeah, I was going to say, unless you just, I mean, the third one's a good movie and maybe you should rewatch it because you'll, it'll make the other ones better. Because mm-hmm. um, like, Three's really good, but it has some bleh action scenes. Like it's just yeah. like compared to like four, five, and six, it's like it's the it's kind of the 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 Fast and the Furious or no, just Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. It's yeah. kind of like you need this for story purposes, but in the long run, it's not that important. But mm-hmm. you got to you got to understand what's happening in this reboot sort of thing. Yep. I I man, I went back and forth on my first and second choices a lot, um, and I wish. I kind of wish this had been in the other place for synergy purposes, but my number two is first man. I I think like Harlow, I am of the mindset that space exploration movies are my jam. Mm -hmm. Like movies about the space program are my shit. Yep. Um, There's just something about it that it emotionally resonates with me in terms of like, look at what humanity can do. Like, look what a bunch of fucking nerds got together in a room and they cranked out and then look what they did. Well, nerds and cowboys. Yeah. Like, that's like, yes, it's fucking amazing. (laughs) Yes. It's a bunch of fucking just (laughs) jockeys and 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 nerds sitting in a room going, hey, what about this? And they go, yeah, I'll try that. Um, This. um, So like you were saying, it's it's a lot like another uh, uh, the right stuff too. basically really feels like it starts right when that movie ends. Yeah. But. The one thing that's so different about this is that movies like The Right Stuff and like Apollo 13 and stuff like that kind of focus on this like majesty of space exploration and just how look how glorious it is and look how amazing it is. And this one is like when you get into a ride at a county fair and it's creaking around and you're looking at it like what piece of this is going to kill me. First Man is very internal as far as its space travel stuff goes and that it's all it's a lot of it is first person. A lot of it is just just very focused on like what rickety ass thing in this capsule is going to pop and kill me. Like there's a there's a lot of like, OK, the, these these pilots are amazing and they're fucking crazy and they are just riddled with anxiety when they get into this thing. It's not just like, all right, well, America, let's do this. It's like, oh, God, I'm going to die. <laughs> Please don't let me die. Um, Imagine how the Russians felt. <laughs> And so there's a highly manipulative moment at the end of this, the the thing that happens during who knows what 
radio silent time they had on the on the moon and i knew it was coming i didn't know specifically what it was going to be but i knew it was coming and when it happened i was like of course that's fucking what it is and it still got me it mm-hmm. was still just like jesus christ i'm a mess now yep. um it's it's just it's an amazing motion picture and I have to imagine they are portraying Neil Armstrong true to character and he is he's not an unlikable person. He's just very I mean, he's got some personal trauma that's that's he's just not a joyful person. It's not like he's like, come on, boys, let's go. Let's do the thing. It's just like go to work and do my job and family life's a little rough. And okay, I got selected for this mission. I guess I'll do it. You're asking me dumb questions about it. I'm not really going to play your your press game. You know, it's it's just He's kind of a cold fish, and the movie doesn't shy away from that. And that's kind of interesting in that he's not wholly likable. And like you were saying about Buzz Aldrin, he's kind of a dick, but he's like, he doesn't have any filter. He just blurts out whatever he wants to say, and everyone's like, maybe don't say these things. Whereas Neil Armstrong's the opposite. He just doesn't say anything. So it's like this weird just yin and yang thing about when they go to the moon. It's, it's, it's pretty great. It's my second favorite film of the year. Huh. I think I they, like both, space. they both should be allowed to act however they want. Because they can be like, yo, I've been to the fucking moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. At least once they come back from the moon. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But even so, like, you can you can kind of be a dick if you've been selected yeah. to be the first that's person like, to go to the moon. That's yeah. like your wife's giving you shit. And you just be like, hey, which of us has been to the fucking moon? <laughs> So why don't you give me, <laughs> cut yeah. me some slack here? It's like yeah. a reverse honeymoon. Honeymoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I've been to the moon. Yes. <laughs> Alice. <laughs> to the moon with me. <laughs> I'm going to watch uh-huh. the football game because I have been on the motherfucking moon and you have not. <laughs> don't bust my rocks like I did on the moon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, first man. All right. Uh-huh. First man. Dose. Number two on your right. list. Yes. My. Number two on my list. Number one in your hearts. <laughs> well, the number two on my list is Sorry to Bother You. Hmm. I love movies that fucking go for it, as we know. Like, like that's why I love uh, Joseph Kahn and Detention in particular, because it's <laughs> like, you know, what? we're fucking going for this. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you don't like it. I know people that are going to like it. And as long as they're on board. Awesome. And if not, fuck off. And that's basically what Sorry to Bother You is going for. Is it's just like, hey man, it like it feels like they like Boots Riley made this movie going knowing I'm probably not gonna get to make another movie. So I'm just gonna fucking do this. Yeah, like I can't believe I got this shot. I'm t- fucking taking it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there is like no restraint. And I that plays against it somewhat by the third act where they've paced themselves well for the first two. And then the third one's like, all right, man, we're going, 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 going. Yeah. And like, you know, like time suddenly compresses down. It's like, whoa, that we, how far, in the, how far have we gone here? Mm-hmm. You know? And it like, it kind of feels like it, it's rushing to get to the end by the end, but holy fuck, what a ride. Like, and, and what a movie with depth, too. Like, it's crammed with so many ideas that you almost have to watch it focusing on one. You go, all right, they, here's what they're going for here. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then the next time you watch it, go, all right, let's, 
let's look at Tessa Thompson's whole character and what the fuck's going on with her. You know, like there's a lot of things going on there. Like, I just feel like this could be like, you could sit there and talk to him for three hours and probably feel like you suddenly have 10 other ways you could watch that movie. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. And Lakeith Stanfield is so fucking good in that movie. Like it's, I love him already, but like, I, I, it, I was just like, holy fuck, this guy. He's so good. Yeah, he kind of like got that automatic, like, I will see any movie you're in now kind, yeah. of, kind of thing. Like, like if I will see his name in the credits, I'm like, yep, I, okay. yep show me that movie. I want that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's a weird movie in that it's ridiculously far-fetched. Like, you look at it and go, this would never happen. But then you think, no, we're about six months away from this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, especially, <laughs> this <is coming. laughs> especially when something terrible is revealed. And they're like, yeah, stock prices went up. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, ah, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. you were too far ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your satire is yeah, strangely it, it, relevant. It's like, yeah, <laughs> your new atrocity means a, a certain group is incredibly happy about things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but yeah, like like so little restraint, and I love it for that. It's a hell of a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't have any clever segues for my number two movie of the year. Um, I will just say that it is Black Panther. Black Panther is fucking awesome. Um, I love, you know, we've, we mentioned the, the, just the representation in that movie is fucking wonderful that, uh, that a movie with a nearly all black cast did 700 Brazilian dollars <laughs> worldwide, like all the money in the world. Um, it's good. Uh, like I really liked the bad guy they made me really, really like the bad guy and be like, yeah, well, I guess he's, he's got a point. <laughs> he should maybe, may, uh, maybe. Okay. Well, that's what Marvel does is they, yeah. they, they don't make, forgive the expression, black and white bad guys in yeah. their movies. Yeah. It's their nuance. It's all yeah. shades of gray. It's he's like, got more of a point than Thanos does. Sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're just a misanthrope. Yeah. So, <laughs> They yeah, they um, both would but, would fail at a high school drama or a high school debate <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. It's just like no, dude. <laughs> but um, it's in addition to it uh, being representative with the different colors of skin. Um, it's also just colorful in general, and I love that. I love that we're getting into movies that have a color palette again that aren't brown and gray and brown and gray and a different kind of brown and then some maybe some off white um (laughs) it's a good movie i'm really looking forward to black panther 2 um and honestly everything everything that might happen with the black panther character um in future marvel movies i've got some bad news for you why have you seen him yeah, I've, I saw it once. He did. He did. <laughs> Black Panther dead. He did. <laughs> Sorry to be the one who had to let you know that. I think there might be a Black Panther too. I don't know if it'll be Chadwick Boseman, but there will at least be a Black Panther too. Okay. They gotta make more money. <laughs> yeah, Black Panther too. We gotta make more money. You know, they could name it that, and yeah. I'd be like, all right. 
Black yeah. Panther yeah. 2, yeah. get so, that paper. Tyler Perry's Black Panther 2, <laughs> we got to make more money. We just have the Wayans brothers in it. <laughs> <laughs> the Wayans brothers as their white chicks characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to happen. Only if that means Terry Crews gets to come along, too. Yeah, that's true. He is in that. I, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. But. God. <laughs> we're not. We're, what no. a horrifying nightmare. <laughs> yeah, we've created the worst thing in the world now. Um, <laughs> there's going to be more. We're just trying there. to usher in the end of Marvel. Just like it's got to yeah. end at some point. Yeah. And, and if it's going to well go. be a yeah. goddamn train wreck. <laughs> exactly. Go out like a yeah, fucking place of glory. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right. All right, is it, it's time for number one. Number one. Number one. Okay. Once again, Chuck, you're wrong. Sorry. <laughs> uh oh. But no, my number one. Uh, given that I haven't talked about it, it should be fairly obvious. Mm-hmm. A Quiet Place. Hey. I fucking adored that movie. Like I, give me a a, a strong atmospheric movie, and play with not only visuals but with sound. I mean, it's just it is just. It is an audio visual feast for, and, and it's just, it's, it's amazing. Like, I mean, I just, I love what it does. I love how it does it. Um, I don't, there's, there's just not, there's not a frame I would change in that movie. And like, that's, I can't say that about almost any other movie on my list. Like to me, it's, 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 it's a perfect movie. Like I, I wouldn't change anything about it. And that's, that's rare. Like, I mean, it's like usually an Edgar Wright movie gets that kind of honor. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that like Jim from the office wrote directed and started is is fucking amazing that's his directorial debut yeah. isn't it yeah. yeah no no he did a couple of indie movies oh, yeah. okay yeah. but it's first like major movie sure, debut right. so. okay but yeah i just i mean it shouldn't work and it works amazingly well for me so yeah i i don't know just nothing else on my list like can i say like yeah i liked everything about that and i i loved everything about a quiet place i guess when you look at because I was trying to process your the statement that it shouldn't work, mm-hmm. but well, it shouldn't. Work. I mean, I mean, it shouldn't work in in the terms of like, hey, it's Jim from the office. It's his wife. Like, you know, yeah. husband wife things working together usually just end up you you know plus dumb. kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like you know, couples don't usually work well in film. Yeah, you know, or they end up getting divorced. A la eyes wide shut. You know, so it's like it's just like couple things in in films shouldn't work, and they. They apparently really do. So, because I mean, that's the thing is like Emily Blunt's really the star of the movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's just kind of there, you know, as the the strong father figure, really. I mean, it's like he's background. And that's that to me, like so many other actor, director people wouldn't even do that with themselves. They'd be like, no, I'm the star, you know, like, right. Get back, woman. You know, like the fact <laughs> that he's like, you know, like, you know, like, yeah. you know, he's like, hey, wife, you take the center <laughs> stage. You know, you're, you're really the bigger star here. You know, mm-hmm. I, I recognize that. You're the one, you know, putting the, wearing the pants in the family, putting the food on the table. Right. You're yeah. Mary fucking Poppins. <laughs> it is yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree with anything. I, know. I mean, you know. Except just, for that it's not your number one. It is not my number one. What is your number one? My number one uh, is Upgrade. Oh! I upgraded it all the way up to number one. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Um. So of all the movies I saw this year, Upgrade was the only one where... I was so in sync with that movie when the movie it's presented itself. Like I went into it not knowing what it was about. And then it kind of starts going along and you're like, okay, I see what this is going to be. I'll go with it. And then like the thing happens and I'm like, I'm nodding at the screen. Like, yes, do this, give this to me. And it kept doing that. It was like, yes, you are doing what I want you to do. Keep doing it. Um, And I did that all throughout the movie. It was just like the rest of the movie. 
part of it is like this split second impulse in your head of movie do this and then the movie does it and you're like yeah that's what I would have done but then also it does things that you didn't even think you could come up with in your own head and you're like oh okay yeah that's great yes do all these things like everything it was doing for me was like this is the coolest shit ever this is I can't believe you did this <laughs> I can't believe that you got away with this um, I, I was just I was just so goddamn entertained throughout that movie um, and as far as the ending goes, like I thought I knew what the ending was going to be because the movie was being so goddamn obvious about it and I was mad at it preemptively, but then it didn't do that. And I was like, Oh, all right. Yeah, that's fine. Just, just do your dumb saw thing and, and you know, bring together four or five clips from earlier in the film and throw a bunch of dramatic music at it and go, that's your ending. Dumbass. Why didn't you see that coming? And I was like, Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. I like that too. So yeah, there, there's, there just was no movie this year start to finish where I was just like, yes, this you're doing, you're doing good things. Upgrade. You are the best. So upgrade best film in 2018. According to Chuck fact upgrade upgrade. Well, Chuck, I can't argue with you because my number one is upgrade as well. <laughs> yes. This guy. Yeah. Um, uh, last minute entry onto the list uh, that, was Jumped the, up to the top. Was that the last one that you watched? Yep, oh, that was I'm the last so movie I did. watched. So maybe there's some recency bias going on here, but I really don't think so. Um, it, like you said, it's just it satisfies you in so many ways that you're like, yeah, yeah, we need mm-hmm. this needs to happen. Yep. And and there's 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 some really good simple stuff in it. Like there's a point early on where he's getting his beard trimmed and he just kind of breaks down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, I think I'm on board for all this now. Mm-hmm. And I love how they film the fight scenes. Yeah. It's the first time I think all that stuff really clicked with me. That yeah. kind of where it's, kinetic. Yeah, which which I read it was done by like hiding a cell phone on his body and then keying the camera to that cell phone somehow okay. so that he was always in the center of the frame no matter what all and right. it w- and was oriented in a particular way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that stuff was That's super fantastic. That stuff was super fucking cool. And you know that that's the thing. Other, it's just one of those movies. You can, like, that movie's fucking cool. Everything about it is fucking cool, and I love you know. And it's it also feels like a throwback somewhat to like something we would have seen in the mid nineties, mm-hmm. where it was like, man, future tech's gonna be fucked up, isn't it? But we're not that far in the future. You know, it's like kind of. It feels like it's set not that distantly away, which I kind of like. Where that where there's still like a lot of analog bullshit going on. Yeah. And they, it, it's near future, but not so far ahead that you can't go. Yeah, that's not going to happen. You're mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, but that probably is the way it's going to go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I just I enjoy sci-fi, gritty sci-fi like that, where it's like, yeah, this world's kind of shit too. Mm-hmm. Like we got a lot of high tech stuff, but the world still sucks. One of the things on that point that they do a great job of in Upgrade is mixing, sort of like Star Wars seventy seven. Um, mixing the high tech and low tech and lived in feel like it, it looks more like what's actually going to happen than so many movies that are set in the near future and all the buildings are brand new right? and everything, nothing looks worn in. Yeah, this like, looks like Blade, Blade Runner-esque. Like, yeah, exactly. Shit future. It's, it's technology stacked upon 
yeah. concrete and yeah. bullshit. And like and your, I know how, your house was probably built in the, the the 90s, but we've upgraded. Now you've got a computer system in it that, you know, is holograms. And, right. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, the house is old, but you've got a super well, yeah, I mean, like I mean, the rich one... people have the fa- fancy ass houses and then the normal people, I know it's function of budget, but the normal people have a house that looks like a fucking house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the guy still has that fancy table. Yep. He yep. still has the whole like touchscreen hologram mm-hmm. type table. Which probably costs them like, you know, that's what they bought with their with their tax return. Right. <laughs> they bought <laughs> yes. It's like oh, we can finally get that table we've right. always wanted. Yeah. They live in a slum, but yeah. they bought that with their tax return or with you know bonus crack money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Future yeah. crack. But but like we, <laughs> but like we've said, like with revenge movies in general, it's like yeah, man, they make they fucking make you hate those guys. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Very quickly, and then you're like, all right, let's let's fucking do this. And they go to fucking town on those dudes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um better pack a lunch for when you lose your lunch at, at, <laughs> right, at so you one of those scenes full. yeah and, and i will say like you guys know people saying like this is like cyberpunk john wick kind of does it a little bit of a disservice because i figured it was just gonna be like a fucking murder spree you know yeah. like he's gonna go it's it's gonna be action scene he's gonna take out 45 guys in headshots and all that stuff and it's not no. that movie at all it is more of like almost a detective movie with like these bursts of action in it mm-hmm. which I enjoyed too. Like, like it just it blends a lot of genres really well, and I love the ending. Like, I, I think the ending's great. I, I I think the ending is the only logical place to end that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't see where you get a different ending that doesn't negate some of the ideas presented in the movie previously. So I I was totally on board with it. Yeah. So yeah, it's great. It's my golden jocks. Well, now it's down to me. <laughs> my number one movie of the year is the same as Harlow's number one of movie of the year. What? It is A Quiet Place. What? Um, luckily, I got to watch it before I heard too much about it. I didn't even know that Emily Blunt was in it. I only vaguely knew that it was Jim from The Office, and I knew there was something about sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't know anything else about A Quiet Place you should just stop and go watch A Quiet Place before somebody tells you too much about it. And it's not like there's a bunch of stuff that's super spoilery, but learning about the world that this movie takes place in at the pace that this movie wants you to learn about it is, I feel like, really important for the experience. Um, It is marvelous. Kind of like Harlow said, I don't know that I would change a single thing. I don't have the same, I don't have the same problems with. Oh my god, it looks like that thing is going to fall over, and then they're all dead. I don't have the problem with that because there, there may be like one or two problems that I have. One, I don't know why you would have kids in this world. Yeah, there is no reason to to do anything that would result in kids <laughs> or to have kids when you're in this sort of situation. Um, But they make it work. Yeah. They make it, there are some parts where they sort of make you understand, like, without saying too much, um, they make you understand why you would, why you would want to, to do that. Um, And it's obviously, it's obvious that the kids that are, that do exist in this, in this world they have seen the results of you not doing what you need to do. They've seen them firsthand 
and often and often enough to know that you don't fuck it up. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's without being spoilery on either account, but like, it's kind of interesting that, I mean, I know people don't like this uh, comparison, but it's interesting that we have a quiet place and, and bird box in the same year. And both of them, the crux is like, Oh fuck kids. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, yeah. I'm just saying like, Oh <laughs> shit. Like, you know, like this might be survivable if not for kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, that's, I mean, that's, that's the, the key crux to both of them. Yeah. So, but kids are the only way that your species survives. That's so, um, like Isle of Dogs, I really like what they do with language in in a quiet place. Yeah, like there is, there are two moments where it gets really loud in mm-hmm. this movie, and they are super effective. I just, I just loved it. I, I know I just said during the during my talk about Black Panther that I'm glad that we're getting away from uh, brown and gray, dusty looking movies. This is kind of a brown and gray, dusty looking movie, but there's at least good reason for it. And there is there is a splash of color here and there in this movie that I that I really like. Like there's some really good use of of lighting and lights in this movie. There's a lot of red. Uh, yes. It's <laughs> a lot of red. But yeah, I um I really liked it. I was a lot of times lately I will find myself kind of like with one hand reaching towards my phone wherever it's sitting near me. Mm-hmm. Um or, you know, like sort of leaning over and getting tired and getting a little bit sleepy. I was just wrapped the entire time watching this, watching A Quiet Place. I, few things have held my attention so well. It was like Upgrade, a few things that I've watched at home. Mm-hmm. Um, Upgrade and A Quiet Place are like just, they had their talons in me from the from the get-go. I'm not usually a, a horror, suspense type guy either. And for for a quiet place to hold me as much as it did um, <laughs> was a uh, was quite the quite the accomplishment, I should say. But yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, awesome. So yeah. so I think through process of elimination, our unanimous five jocks must be upgrade. Yes, two number ones. I mean, because he, not, he did not threes. see a quiet place. Yeah, and, yours, and I don't think yours was even in your top five for you. So. Oh, right. it was honorable mention. Right, that's what I mean. It gets a point. I'm saying two of you had upgraded number one, <laughs> yeah, two of yeah. us had a number three, right? Yes, so yes. I think. I think yes. by process of elimination, that must be the correct the one golden jocks winner for the year as of today. Yeah. Yes, because <laughs> I, I, I will say, I mean, there's a lot I missed. Oh yeah, you know, for like, sure. like I'd love to have seen Spider Verse, um, you know, Annihilation, Quiet Place, First Man, Roma. There are a lot of movies, Mission Impossible, Fallout. You know, just, there's just a ton that I'm like. Yeah, you were never really I, here. I, I saw Roma. Yeah, uh, how I'm just Roma? throwing that up. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember you mentioning it yeah. today during our Golden Jocks Awards, huh? <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, uh, night comes for us. You know, just mm-hmm. a ton of stuff that I probably should have seen but just didn't. So yeah. there you I, go. If you loved any of those movies, yeah. sorry, I didn't see them. I, I my, wish I had seen Aquaman. My two C list is just riddled with, you know, the stuff that I hear is fantastic. If you like bright colors, colors, you should go see Aquaman. I like bright colors. Okay, I'm just throwing cool. that out there. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, we made it. Yeah, it was a good selection this year. Yeah, this year. I think yeah. there's a lot of like really strong movies this year. Honestly, really good year for movies. Also, if you like bright colors, don't watch Roma. <laughs> oh yeah. 
It's in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> just throw that oh, up. I like, white I mean, is a I bright like, color. Huh? I like black and white. <laughs> yeah. Do you also like misery? <laughs> Kathy some, Bates is great in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it loves company, so yeah, yeah. I'll go hang out with misery. I'm, I'm, we're not, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not. <laughs> I just I, I don't want people writing in like, what are you talking about? Roma's great. I'm like, okay, I'm not shitting on Roma. That's for next time. We're going to talk about movies we watched as we were cramming. Just, right. Oh, yeah, and I missed Welcome to Marwin. <sighs> oh, no. Oh, no. I was so on board with that movie. You were really championing that one. You were just like, hey, guys. That looked like the tweeest <laughs> bullshit fucking ever. Oh, my God. You do know I'm so glad it failed. I know it's Zemeckis, and I don't give a fuck. No, I'm going to say you do know it's a real story, right? Fine. Okay. I'm Whatever. Just... <laughs> All right. Cool. Man, that movie made less than Holmes and Watson did. Go! <laughs> I've heard, and that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot yeah. wait to watch Holmes and Watson. Yeah, boy, oh boy! Yeah. Next year on the Bamcast. Yeah, the world punched that movie in the dick. Sure did. <laughs> that was the one. The critics were waiting for that one. It's like, what's the movie this year? We're just gonna rip it a new asshole. Oh, yeah. Holmes and Watson. Here it is. That'll win every Razzie next year. Well, at least it's probably warranted, unlike some of the other. I, ones. I have a feeling. Yes, it's it's not the Mummy bad. According to critics, anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but I think well, that's going to wrap it up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a year. What a year it's been. Hmm. <laughs> think back on all those things that we've done this year. Yeah. And then dig deep into your wallets and head over to patreon.com slash bmfcast, where you can give us a dollar a month for bright, shiny new things that you would otherwise not have on the main podcast feed, like BMFcast Extra or Let's Slay or Doctor Who You. Well, those are that's all not exactly the dollar level, but no, but you can, split get, hairs. you can get those for a low, low price. various dollar levels, mm-hmm. various dollars. But yeah, th- those things are available to you on the Banffcast Patreon. Become a patron. Get cool shit. It's easy. Also, go to the website, BMFcast.com. Look at the right hand side. There are a bunch of buttons. Click on all of them. Join our discord. Uh, go to our Tumblr page, but don't because uh, Tumblr's dead now. Hmm. This is why we're getting on it now. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Just in time. Yeah. yeah. We can uh, conquer, you know, Tumblr. We can, we can conquer safe for work Tumblr. You, no more boobs, more Bamfcast or something. Right. Dot Tumblr.com. <laughs> but also uh, send us an email if you disagree with our opinions or if you agree with our opinions especially or if you have something to say. Otherwise, BMF at BMFcast.com is our email address. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to call us and give us your opinions with your voice instead of your fingers, 910-5-JOCKS-BMF or 910-556-9263. That's the Garfield hotline. Give us a ringy dingy and tell us what you think about a thingy. (laughs) Or tell us about your adventures on the open road. In a dingy. (laughs) You don't ride on the road in a dingy. You could. I mean, it could be like on the back of a truck, and yeah. you're just like in a dinghy. But who would? Ooh, I don't know. You'd have to be kind of dingy to ride a dinghy right. on the road. Right. It's the worst oh. Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> slight, slight postscript to the Patreon. Oh. Um, stuff's coming back. We, we've kind of yeah. taken December a break. December was a rough month. Yeah. Yeah, it was busy. Holidays and things like that. And um, so Dr. Who, you should be back soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be back to regular extras. We took a week off. Yep. Yeah, um, just because of how this episode ended up turning out. Yeah, Bumblebee was originally an extra. <laughs> yeah, it just it just kind of turned out like, hey, that's a pretty big movie for 450 and stuff and mm-hmm. synergy with the last night just coming to the main feed and yeah. stuff. So, you know, anyway. Right. We do things. 
Anyway, let's let's get out of here, shall we? Okie dokie. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast Out.